0: hey 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 what's goody danny honey sunday honey sunday Monday. what's up sunday 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 um what's good i'm 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 fantastic how how are you you've had an exciting week <laughs> first <laughs> off so how you feeling is the question um i feel absolutely
1: positively outstanding um i'm a bit um Hungover, I went and enjoyed some festivities with my husband last night. Okay. Went to, we went, um Christmas went to a Christmas party and it was extra, extra lit. We had a really good time, really good time. And um
0: Okay. Yeah, honey, it's been have a hell to go of a out week. on the town a little bit and have yeah, a celebration. I, we had
1: to go we had to go get, celebrate. Um okay. it was a, a, a really, really, really big week for us. So um went out to Absolutely. celebrate. Yeah. How was your weekend?
0: Uh, my weekend was good. I actually, um, excuse me, went out a little for a little while with my boo on Friday, and what did I do yesterday? I worked all day yesterday, and um, yeah, it was a good week though. I knew that I was working all Saturday, so I was like, let's let's go hang out and um, go to our little spot, and we did that on Friday and had a nice little date night, and um, so it was a good weekend. Yes. But um
1: I, I, I go ahead. I just wanted to shout out to Jordan Smith. Um Jordan, if you only understood how <laughs> you must be psychic. You really okay. must be psychic. Um He's yeah, that's speaking, also speaking something. on something. Yeah, I also have that in the works, um, as we speak, like right now. Yeah. So that's crazy okay. that you said that, but yeah, I, I also have that in the works. Um, thank you. <laughs> that's dope. Thank you so much for the acknowledgement though.
0: Go ahead. Um no, I was just going to say, uh, aside from the fact that you went out with um, your boo, your hubby, uh, last night, um, it has been a very eventful week for you. you pulled off a crazy heist. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's been kind of crazy. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, an eventful week is putting it mildly.
1: Um. Yeah, it it is definitely, definitely putting it mildly. Um, so in case people over here don't know, um, I purchased uh, a content creator named Ramil Amir's YouTube channel. Um, Ramil had um, 7838 7, when he started off. Um, when we started off with the purchase. And I think it's down to about 7,200, a little over 7,200 right now. That's not um, bad. Not bad at all. Um, made a really, really um, great deal. Really, mm-hmm. really great deal. And um, Yeah, I've been making the rounds with it. I've been making the rounds. Um, I have big plans for the new channel coming up, you know, the new channel that's coming, I really big plans for that. -hmm. Um, trying to expand expand the breakdowns brand and um, also myself, but you know it's just some big things to come. But you know expansion is key. Um, Absolutely, saw a great opportunity. Um, Ramil sent out an email to sell the channel, and um, you know initially my husband said no. I begged and begged my husband. My husband (laughs) said no because he thought it was going to go for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and um i begged him because i was like it it, being that we had something else in the works i wanted to have something you know as opposed to starting it on um, from the ground
0: up basically just kind of already have something that's somewhat established already right
1: right and then not Mm -hmm. starting it on um somebody else's channel who's still doing content on their own channel right and so i was like okay um you know people well you and ramil aren't the same person y'all have very different different mindsets to yada 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 um yeah. i've been very very supportive of ramil's channel for yeah. a long time like very very <laughs> very supportive of his channel for a long time and um not that we have like total totally like same views but i do agree with some of his views i, I do Um, a lot of a lot of things that he said i i've agreed with and so um decided to get that so we could actually have something to kind of um kind of have some you know like a a base you know just get us a base and um we'll bring other people in and i'm sure it'll be something great like i'm sure it'll be something great and um yeah it, it was a lot of, a lot of, so many people were so upset. Child
0: I got the tears hurt, hurt, hurt.
1: Honey, mm-hmm. um, I've been co- collecting tears all weekend.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not collecting the tears <laughs> in Honey, a bucket. I, I, baby, I got a bucket,
1: <laughs> like I, I got a big old bucket full of tears. Like you're
0: collecting rainwater,
1: okay, okay, Listen, I see you. Listen, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna water my garden with those tears that I've collected over the Listen, weekend. Listen, okay, okay. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, they, they were upset, and, mm. um, you know, everybody had, you know, plenty of people had the opportunity to buy. I don't think people thought Ramil was serious. Um, they slept on it. They, and yeah. The child slept, took a nap.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was a like game winning chess move. And I just want to tell you, congratulations, salute to you. You did that. And I'm proud of you, girl. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, sweets.
1: I really, really, really appreciate that. Um, You know, when it comes down to women making certain types of moves and then you have so many people well it wasn't a boss move it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a boss move that was stupid i would never buy no man's channel and it it was so crazy because people think i don't know if they think i know they think i'm a bimbo and don't get me wrong i do have bimbo tendencies don't get me wrong (laughs)
0: listen
1: listen like i am ditzy and klutzy as hell listen i i I'm me, you know um but um you know if if you know me you know me you know what i'm saying and yeah. you know i have my own brand of genius
0: in in ass in certain aspects certain listen. aspects certain aspects I- I agree, and I think one of the like dopest things about you and what makes you a great businesswoman is you're not afraid to take risks. Like that, um, uh, that in and of itself makes you a phenomenal businesswoman. Like you can see, you can see the potential in something. Like even, yeah. you know, even like in starting our channel, seeing like something, uh, something as small as a mustard seed and what it could turn into, like that in and of itself nobody can deny that that makes you a phenomenal business person like business deals are made by people taking risks and you are absolutely great at that and i have to give you kudos for that because i am not like that like i am I'm, listen let me tell you something i'm risk averse like I, I, I seriously, yeah. I, <laughs> I am. I work in risk management. For those who don't know, but um, I work in risk management because I enjoy it. But that and that's part of my nature of who I am. Like I have to assess the risk and think about it and consider it and consider it from this angle, and then write my pros and cons and do a risk analysis, do a deep dive, uh, root 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 cause analysis to see you know what caused me to even like. It's just so many steps. <laughs> so um i think that that's what makes you a dope businesswoman, and nobody can take that away from you i don't get ditzy uh from you at all and you know i know you pretty privately all, all outside of the space
1: yeah um but I, I i do think like when people thought of us purchasing the channel or thought of when, when i purchased the channel um people had so much so much to say and basically tried to make me sound like the dumbest person alive or oh, wow. um, like it was the silliest thing they've ever seen. The second and a third and, uh-huh. you know, um, taken into consideration like how much I paid for the channel and what, what plans I actually had for the channel. Right. Um, I couldn't do anything but laugh. Like you guys, mm-hmm. you guys really think I'm. St-
0: you can't yeah, think I'm. Yeah, but they're on the outside looking in. But that's I a good know. thing. Like keep them guessing. Like keep them talking because <laughs> they don't know the half. And to answer the question, no. it's not. Um, like no, our shows will still take place in this space. She has another business vent- venture um, that will be taking um place um on that channel. But our shows will still be here on the breakdown channel.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely um but you know it was just it was hilarious because i'm like you guys can't i hope you guys don't think i'm this stupid um yeah. well you you I know you paid thousands of thousands oh i forgot to change my name girl my name was supposed to be mrs 450 on this thing today <laughs> but um yeah when i paid uh I, I paid 450 and then i sold half of that so um it was 225 and um, my husband had actually given me a budget of $2,000 mm-hmm. to go forward and I didn't start, I didn't go in and just bid $2,000. I actually, my first bid was 350 Um, he came back with 550 I said, meet me in the middle 450 and voila, this, that's what it was. Um, and so that's what it was. Yeah. Um, like I said, then sold half of it. So it was uh they 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 can say a lot but they can't call me a dumb dumbass they can't call me dumb um now if you know people go well, you bought that channel just a troll yeah i was gonna get that troll off and baby listen that was some epic shit. we had mm-hmm. us a good time listen mm-hmm. listen we had us a great time it was mm-hmm. hilarious we we had us some fun um yeah and and if people saying that ramil needed the money um ramil could make 450 on
0: a show absolutely easily so it's clearly wasn't about that i actually have to say like i i i have i love principled men i think that it was like i'm not mad at him for standing on his principles like there are so many people who talk ish about the space and how the space isn't this, the space isn't that. But for him to say, I'm so fed up with the space and I disagree with the way in which the space is moving. So I'm moving on and getting rid of the channel that I've built. And you know, despite whatever type of risk that might be, um, I I say that's a good thing for him too. Like that shows that he's willing to stand on his principles other than, unlike some of the people in this space who just be talking just to be talking.
1: Absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um shout out to jtc he says tune in to woman women one media um mm-hmm. we actually changed the name this morning um it is called uh, tough talk tv that's tough talk tv and um there's some great stuff coming so if you guys tune in you know um yeah we go it was a, it was a boss move and and, and mm-hmm. you know um shout out to ramil um, we've had our little bang ups in the past but business is business is business absolutely it is what absolutely. it is um shout out to Mac the trucker he says i raise my sons to like women that has ovaries and a fallopian tube color or
0: race doesn't
1: oh, matter my God. Here as we go. long as it is a natural love woman. is love
0: here we go with the love is love you can't help who you love i knew that was coming thank you D-Mac. Listen. <laughs> thank you d mac um yeah yeah, yeah uh
1: <laughs> shout out to aries aries said i don't even do content and i would have bought it for 450. i'm just Listen. Saying, um, yeah it, it mm-hmm. was um it was gonna be lit anyway um hold on Uh right, they want me to drop the link for it oh. hold on can you got can you still
0: hear me concrete yeah I can okay okay um can somebody um, drop the um, link in the chat for oh there we go jtc dropped it okay
1: thank you so much thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you
2: um but
1: yeah it it was um we just wanted to do something you know um wanted to have some fun with y'all first and uh yeah we got it off we got it off Mm -hmm. it was it was hilarious um like i said we've been collecting tears all weekend um somebody said stop with the fake um man uh was it fake male support something like that i just seen what what are you talking about Wait, man? what? What? Oh, wait, wait.
0: stop with the fake support for black men oh, who's talking, talking like <laughs> fake support for black men we don't have to feign support for black men we support black men but we also call it out when black men are full of it too so there's that
1: yeah i i don't i never understand where they're coming from when They get to say Uh, any and everything they want. We let them get it off over here, right? We let them get it off over here. But Mm -hmm. now, and 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 not to say that everything is wrong, but now if we call out something, then we don't support y'all because we can call it out. Like we, we're
0: black women who've dealt who's who's dealt with black men. How illogical is it to even like um move like that? How illogical is it to think like that? Because oh, someone oh, wait a minute, wait you. a minute,
1: wait a minute. He said it wasn't for, oh, for okay,
0: us. Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know we got to We was ready. <laughs> okay, Cedric, <laughs> uh, we apologize. Um, definitely. Concrete. Um, we was like, yes. what, what you saying? Well, you know, <laughs> we be ready because you know how these people be in this space. So yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, Wait a minute. A <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was ready. Look, Shout no. <laughs>
3: out
1: to Better Future. He said, Love is love is the biggest lie these fools picked up from the dominant mm. society. If love is love, then I get their love is our oppression. Better Future, you better tell
0: them. Please Ouch. tell them. Please tell them because they Alex. coming up in here romanticizing um, love and acting as if it's just it happens to you, that it's not a series of conscious choices that you make. So please stop.
1: Listen, uh, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, yes, but love is love. Love is love. But the thing that I have an issue with are black men and black women are divesting for the just for the sole purpose of hating their own there are good hey, black women tell them. absolutely positively correct okay. eugene that was a hell of a comment absolutely thank you so much mm-hmm. for that super chat shout out to b um concrete danielle got a solo channel this new mm-hmm. channel if you remember that's how it started with beyonce oh! she did a couple <laughs> of solos next thing you know Destiny's <laughs> child was kicked to the curb just Listen. saying
0: Oh, no, you didn't. Be you messy. Um, I'm not bothered by Danielle doing her solo thing. I also have, um, things in the works for my own channel. And we discussed this over a year ago, actually. No, not over a year ago. Last January, at the beginning of last, at the beginning of this year, we talked Mm -hmm. about the fact that we'll have our own independent things going on on our channel. So this has been a long time coming. Um, right now I am just, um, bogged down with a lot of things outside of youtube so i haven't had the time and energy to put into you know building my own channel just yet but i do have some things in the works um for my own channel so i'm not um threatened by her success like i'm i'm happy for her because we're friends in addition to being business partners and um i think that there are only residual benefits that come from her being successful so um, I'm I'm not bothered by her going out. But and doing you also thing. have
1: to take into consideration me and Concrete built this channel from the ground up. Mm-hmm. The breakdown is a joint venture. Um, this is a equal partnership. Absolutely, um we in this thing. Um, absolutely, they're and it ain't going nowhere. N- not not no goddamn way. We here absolutely. Um, me and concrete will have our knockdown drag out fights behind the scenes honey and we come right back together Mm -hmm. because we have a really really good relationship um absolutely. And I'm it is it, even honest. like knockdown
0: drag out. Like we don't we get we don't have a lot of like fault, you know, disagreements like that. Like we well, we, we don't agree on everything. We don't have a lot of knockdown drag outs. Like we, we get along really well and we know how to be mature and professional and in order to, you know, like make sure that the business stays intact. But um yeah, no, mm-hmm. her success is not a, a threat to me at all in any way.
1: And he said Kelly Kelly and Michelle Michelle said the Oh, child, Um, Kelly and
0: Michelle and Beyonce. Beyonce
1: don't know how to maintain female relationships. I do.
0: Now and even if you said that, like I do still think if you look at Kelly, she's done been successful in her own right. Like um my this channel, in and of itself, doesn't define me. I have a very busy and fulfilled life outside of YouTube. If I never do anything outside of, um, you know, having a, a show with Danny on the break, if, out of, outside of the breakdown, then I'm fine with that. Like that would be my own personal decision, and I wouldn't feel um, less than because I don't decide to pursue anything on YouTube independently. Like, you know, I I'm not bothered by that. Child. He said, Be so messy the with Goldie. women, move Goldie. He's messy as hell, child. He can't as even, hell. but you up know, shit. that's to Ooh. be expected because even when we announced that we would be doing our separate things, people was like, Uh oh, here come the breakup, and you know, right. All the messy commentary that came behind that. But, um, I knew that you know, we, we all we both knew that this was coming and this was something that she has been working on and um, I'm happy for her. And I think she deserves it. She's working hard and putting in the work and uh, you know, wants to expand the brand and, and uh, I'm happy for her because of that. Yeah. Shout out to Eugene. Now this is really sweet. He said, you both are, you are both
1: great content creators. It would be something if you both have your independent channels and I will watch both. You are magic together absolutely nobody has um we we have a really really good dynamic here because we do we don't agree on everything Mm -hmm. um but we can actually get on here and disagree about stuff and then come you know we come in produce a show
0: a great show with that so and um, it can't be duplicated like i feel like what we have can't be duplicated but also like i'm smart as hell i'm intelligent i'm a force to be reckoned with like on my own independently us coming together makes a great entertaining and uh dynamic conversation but independently i'm able to hold my own like speaking publicly researching topics doing you know creating a whole show on it i'm a training manager like that's what i do in my everyday life it's not difficult for me to create my own um content
1: yes um shout out to jtc he says i like how you buying that channel with sisterhood but the Crimson Cure trademarking Wait, you Mark, idiots y'all. and making money off y'all name and likeness wasn't L O
0: L. Ouch! Ouch! Ouch. Mm. Oh, ooh. Mm. Mm. Hey. Okay. Oh shit! Okay. They don't do nothing but keep up <laughs> shit over here. <laughs> that was, That's all y'all. That do. you don't do yeah. but keep up shit. Ooh.
1: Let me, mm-hmm. let me sit over here.
0: That's say, what they do. You know how messy they are, baby. They love the mess. I'm gonna tell you something: the messier the topic, the more they enjoy it. So, you know, um but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little bit of mess every once in a
1: while too. Uh, um, honey, and y'all know my old gossiping ass. Um, I don't do nothing but sit around and wait for y'all to do streams. And I, I, I get me some popcorn and some mm-hmm. some Hennessy, and I don't do nothing but laugh. Like, baby, that's all I do. I just sit over here and I'd be like, God damn, look at these niggas. These niggas is wild. Um, <laughs> look, look, look JTC. Bernard's big beaver head ass was stressed out, honey. Listen. Mm. Ooh. The beaver was stressed mm. out. Baby, that that it worried him. He wouldn't even let Obsidian go over there and talk about it, child. He was that mad listen obsidian was trying to get it in was trying to say bernard was like i won't have it bernard blocked me from bernard blocked me from his channel Mm. he sat over there and talked about me and then i couldn't even come i couldn't even comment that's real masculine listen the beaver was like look she she can't you you're not allowed in the space you're not allowed in the space today
0: this Bernard about Bernard is kind of like the thing about it is we 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 developed our channel at the same time, and of course Bernard he's a male in the space he had faster growth than we did, which is fine. But um, I didn't I didn't realize because I was I remember when Bernard came to the space I didn't expect him to be like the biggest hater. Like I didn't expect him. I mean, I noticed it when I would go to his chat, like when he would start moving funny style, because he was cool. We would sit on some of the same panels and have discussions for eight hours long. Uh, we, you know, um, in this space, so. Um, when he kind of flipped the switch and started acting funny and moving funny, I was kind of taken aback. So I just kind of like was like, I'm, I'm not supporting his channel. I'm not giving him views. And I'm damn sure I ain't giving him a dime. But I am still kind of like, it's still a little baffling to me to discover like that he hates as strong as he be hating. Like, what the hell? Where did that come from? It was, it was like, you ever see somebody trying to
1: destroy somebody, but you can't.
0: You, you, you can't. He do. JTC said he straight more. I know if we did daily streams, like uh, we would have, you know, definitely our numbers would have increased. I, I, we, we talk about that too. I know the fact that we're only here, we like part, a part-time channel um, impacts, it has impacted our growth.
1: Listen, listen, listen. Look at B. Look at B's messy ass. Oh. Um, Shout out to you B. He says, My bad. I'm probably (gasps) reading too deep into how Jessica X, who concrete has issues with, was Danielle's (laughs) first guest. But never mind. Uh never mind me carry on. Um B is the new Wendy Williams.
0: Hey, Wendy
1: (laughs) Girl, no ty city is the Wendy Williams child. It's Ty Wendy. And then B. Um, <laughs> look, look.
0: Um, but I, I listen, don't... Mm-hmm.
1: first of all, Jessica X is actually the person that I um, sold the other half to. Um, me and Jessica hard have hard been hard in development for um, another show. So mm-hmm. it was uh, right that she would be my first guest because she's half owner. So mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, what else you got?
0: Come on I, I, personally, let me just say this. I don't have a uh, an issue with Jessica X. I just feel like you know you ain't a black woman, so like her ability to relate to what we go through and what we endure is um, completely absent and um, she speaks from a one-sided perspective. Uh, but I don't have a personal problem with her. Um, you know, I, yeah, Jessica is closer to my children's age. I don't have a personal problem with, with Jessica X um so you are reading too deeply into it
1: yeah um yeah it was it was bought together i i actually did the negotiations but um she was there the entire time Mm -hmm. so um there's that but we we had uh, she is
2: black
0: what are you talking about i didn't say that jessica x is not black she's not african-american like come on the two aren't the same thing come, like y'all ain't slow uh,
1: well maybe y'all are a little bit um, child don't don't give them too much <laughs> uh shout out to karan he says what's the channel's name um the channel's name is tough talk tv that's tough talk tv um yeah follow us at tough talk tv be uh something mm-hmm. dope but uh i think
0: they're dropping yeah. the link in the chat
1: yeah do that um but Uh, yeah girl when i when i got on um to go see like the show was called giving ramil his flowers mm -hmm. and then everybody proceeded to talk about uh us buying the channel he was saying um what a dumb move it was um everybody was speculating on how much money we've spent this that and the third didn't know a thing, and I mean everybody just speaking on shit that they did not know whatsoever, didn't know what was happening behind the scenes, didn't know shit, but had so much to say, like so so, so much to say mm-hmm. um and it was just like um after the fact after everybody uh figured out what was what after i've and I've been revealing like little by little um Mm -hmm. as to what was what now it's like oh well oh okay yeah well that was a good that was a good move no nigga we knew that from i knew that from jump um but like i said people speaking on all kinds of shit they don't know anything about man had a whole live stream people wanted to hear about this uh this ramil thing um and he wouldn't pull obsidian obsidian was trying to get it in then you had Game Changers hating ass over there as well. Oh. Um child, they was hating so bad. It was hilarious. Like I yeah. like we, we we haven't done anything to
0: either one of those people. If y'all yeah. talk shit I, about I mean, us. I mean, you had Game changer had a slight dust up and ever since then he been moving funny. But prior to that, like he was already throwing shots and throwing shade. Listen, Game Changer has been
1: able to come over here, was mm-hmm. modded up dropping his links mm-hmm. promoting yep. his cha- channel doing after
0: shows to all our
1: shows doing after shows to all of our shows making mm-hmm. content off of our content mm-hmm. stealing, uh, stealing uh uh titles and um mm-hmm. art, like just doing the most yeah. and when you don't acquiesce to whatever they think you should be, be for him a sandwich then all of a sudden you are horrible people, you're you're sisterhood, you're feminist. We weren't sisterhood when your ass was over here promoting your channel. We wasn't sisterhood when you was making content off of our content and getting paid off of our shit. We weren't sisterhood then, but gotcha, you know. Um, Then it's like they'll diminish the role that we've played here. Y'all say whatever y'all want. We influenced so many, so many, so many streams off mm-hmm. of our own shit. Okay. Uh, where we wasn't stealing from y'all, we was adding to the space. So then mm-hmm. when it, it, y'all don't do anything, uh, me and I have supported y'all. No, we when we showed up to panels, niggas got extra paid
0: because we came over there and we was talking that shit. it was controversial we, it was listen, controversial talk to now i do say men in this space support us and to be completely honest like it's dudes in this space that i rock with heavy True. like it, you know if they missing from the chat i'm looking for them and like i'm not even in the space as much because i think that the space can be toxic but I'm yep. looking for certain people, like, you know, if we have a show and I don't see Kit Clouds or, you know, if I don't see JTC, like some of the people that come and support us regularly, like I look forward to engaging with them, even though they talking shit the entire stream. So right. like, yes, we get um, support from men in this space, but we have we supported for a long time men in this space who wouldn't even allow us to engage in conversations in some um, aspects. And we supported for years before ever making content in this space. So it's not as if the support is one-sided. We support it and I still do. Even even in streams where I may not be visible in the chat, I'll send um, cash apps or just come through Facts. and send out a super chat just, you know, because I may not have an hour or two hours to listen to the stream, but I wanna support financially. So the support goes both ways. Listen, um, BGS
1: did put us on and then BGS withdrew his support for a minute, um, because we were we were catching all kinds of heat. Um, mm-hmm. So let's not say that um, somebody put us on, and then every subscriber that we've worked for, Every subscriber that we have, we've worked for it. Uh, We've done more. We was marketing our
0: channel for months before we even, um, like you know, uh, came did our first show. So we marketed ourselves in the space on all time, like even on Obsidian's platform. Obsidian talked to us at length about us doing a show and was telling people, hey, they're creating a show. um, You know, initially and stuff too. So we got support from people in the space initially, but the support was very short lived because once they realized that we weren't being accepted by everybody in the space it was kind of like i want to distance myself from these chicks
1: right right so everything that we've we've done um we've supported we've also been supported by um some people i'm not yelling um, i got
0: a big mouth sorry maybe i need to turn my volume down i'm sorry No,
1: girl uh-uh you sound fine um you know you can I'm turn wild. his shit
0: down girl you know I'm i can't loudest, hear i'm loud as so. heck <laughs> go ahead sorry
1: um but no we've we've earned we've earned everything that we've gotten we've earned everything we've worked for, everything we've worked for we've earned it we everything we got here we've worked for it um yeah. we've we've done more interviews than any
0: chick Have in the space. more people than people outside the space than anybody in this space we're extremely creative we we we, we all we are always um you know, going, moving, the moving, um, one step closer to, um, you know, uh, expanding, I guess, beyond this space, we talk, we've we talked about everything from A to Z in this space. We've talked about topics in this space that have not been discussed, as opposed Fact. to some content creators want to discuss the same thing over and over and over again, and or are just simply looking to see what other content creators are talking about in order to develop their topics. Like Fact. we will, we, sometimes we talk about what's going on in this space, but it's very rare. Sometimes we look at what, like we haven't even done that in probably like eight months, looked at what's being discussed in the space as it relates to, uh, in order to kind of figure out what we wanted to discuss. We keep a running list of topics and good good topics, but we'd be like, that's good, but that's not great. You know what I mean? Like, um, because we're trying to, we set a high bar for ourselves. So um I do think that, you know, we contribute to the space. We're not here trying to cause dissension. We're not here trying to pretend like we're something that we're not. We've been our authentic selves the entire time. And that's the one thing that we haven't wavered from. We refuse to pretend that we're in line with things that we aren't in line with. And even if that means that our opinions um don't coincide, even if that means that we think differently or have different opinions on a topic. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a shout out to JTC, um, Ramil, said, trying, Ramil said trying to help these 304s in America ain't enough. He trying to help these women win internationally. Goddamn. Mm. <laughs> a shout out to Better Future. He <laughs> says, I got it. a question. Um, he says, I got a question. How do you guys <laughs> feel about black people getting involved with these old white people? Who are in their 50s do you feel like they're being groomed to withhold the system in the future
0: i haven't seen examples of that i'm not sure what you're referring to better future
1: mm. um a shout out to karan he says "Been told y'all about that dude want women to follow you following women lord it just doesn't add mm. up mm. 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 um but yeah you know uh trying to trying to do some different stuff we absolutely yeah we're trying to do some different stuff (laughs) shout out to goldie She says you ladies have a wide range outside of the space as well they're going to say they knew y'all before y'all blow up i'm trying to tell you that part girl manifested baby we are manifesting
0: we are manifesting season but Um, girl,
1: are you ready to dive
0: off? Uh-huh. Into- Two quick things oh, real quick. They're going to be real, real quick ones that I just want to ask, um, before we actually dive off into the topic. So the first one being Dr. Dre, um, his divorce is final and he was celebrating and he was, a, they, they posted a picture online of him with balloons in the background celebrating divorced AF. Do you think that, it's, that that was inappropriate, that it's inappropriate for a person to um, celebrate being divorced is the first
4: question.
1: Um, you know what, you can't tell people what to celebrate about their life mm-hmm. if relationships were toxic and it was something that a person wanted to dissolve and they were finally able to get out of that situation and they were happy about it, who am I going to tell them what what they what should be celebrated? Now, do I think it's silly that you would actually have an over 20 year relationship, kids, um, you had houses and shit together, you've bought properties, businesses, you've done all kinds of things together I think it's a bit silly, but it it's not what I would do, but I'm not going right. to say I don't understand. Um because, you know, it could, you know, when people are trying to get out of something and they're really trying to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know, um yeah. Kit Clouds, who said it's only silly when a man what are you talking well, about?
0: Let me let me say he always I, be throwing I, I stuff do, on us that we well, even say. You know, Kit Clouds, sometimes I think he'd be speaking generally. Like I, I took that as a general statement because I do have to admit I saw a lot of women online complaining about him celebrating, but I've seen women throw themselves divorce parties all right. the time. Like but it's, it's a silly, common thing. too. Like Get open, your, relationship, yeah, your
1: relationship <laughs> dissolved. Mm-hmm. something that you actually put work into somebody that you probably but, loved at some point and that's dissolved and it's gone yeah. and you know um now i don't think i don't think you should keep beating yourself up over it but you know like i wouldn't have a party to say like i, I personally i wouldn't do it, it, it
0: it's not my thing real you quick know? I, and I, I get where you're coming from um i would say that if if you're in a relationship that's so toxic that it lands you in the hospital causing heart problems. When it's over, that's a reason to celebrate that, like, I, I what I fe- find it, um, I find it appropriate to celebrate the ending of something toxic in the beginning of something new. Um, I would not post something on social media for me celebrating might be a glass of wine and lighting a candle and sitting by the fire. But I'm, 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 I'm washed. So um for me the celebration might look differently but this woman was taking him through it she like wanted and and um she's entitled to something i'm not saying that she's not but wanted to essentially leave him penniless she had no um she had no sympathy for him, like being hospitalized. And like the relationship became so toxic. And it's unfortunate that his children had to watch all of that unfolding. But, um you know, to celebrate the ending or being able to be done with or wash your hands of something that is so toxic that is causing you health problems, I understand wanting to celebrate that. I think that it's making a spectacle when you post something online as if oh i'm celebrating this is such a joyous thing and it does minimize your relate 20-year relationship so was this before or after he beat her at never mind. well i don't know if he was uh, i didn't see any allegations of him beating her now of course we know about Michelle chalet but i didn't see allegations of him putting his hands on her i saw allegations of him cheating on her Oh, you know, and that's not right. You know, Mm. that's definitely not something to skim over. But if he's cheating, like, why try to hold him? Like, why? Like, let's go ahead and get this done and over with as soon as possible. I don't want no parts of having to continue to show up to court and deal with you either. Like, let's let's be done with this quickly, ASAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Uh... that that was one thing. Um, I got another just real quick one, and we gonna hop off into it. Okay. So there were rumors, there are rumors that Nene Leakes was post or was seen with her boyfriend or her her new dude. Um, And we know that, you know, Greg died, passed away not too long ago. Do you think that um, a a specific amount of time should be set for a person before a person uh, moves on? Um, Like, what are your thoughts on that? Losing a loved one and, you know, moving on and the social media seems to think that she's moving on too soon. Um,
1: Absolutely, but she is a Sagittarius woman. Um, Sagittarian women, a lot of times don't really have a problem with cutting off, um, certain emotions or a better thing to say would probably be like to hide, hide deep, deep, deep emotions, like really, really deep inside. Um, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Um, but now I'll say this, I, I do think some time should be allowed because that was a marriage that was a loss. That was a loss. Um, I feel like she probably should have given herself time to heal when you lose somebody. And you know, her her and Greg's uh, to- relationship wasn't totally, totally um, problematic, but they did have some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, being the fact that he passed away, um, I do think that she should have given herself some more time to heal. Um, Some more time to get it out, but like I said, Sagittarian women will bury bury their emotions so deep and then one day it kind of hits us like a ton of bricks, but um, I think that Sagittarian women are the queen of uh, Lose one man get up under another um, And it's nothing you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, They have no issues with moving on whatsoever um like none whatsoever on surface and i'm saying on surface but then when you really really if when they get into a deep dark room or something then it's real tears real emotions real feelings whatever whatever then the regret remorse whatever have you will come into play but generally on the outside it's i've moved on i'm good i'm okay i'm fine um, I'll give you a prime example. When my mom passed, I didn't even cry at my mom's funeral. Um, people kept asking me, was I okay? And at that time, that at that time, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But when it hit me, it really, really, really hit me. And um, to a point where I had to, end- I ended up in therapy. Um, really really had to do a lot of self-reflection a lot a lot of stuff happened a lot of change took place in me but I think initially when Sagittarian women go through something um it's like hurry up and get over it hurry up and be okay hurry up and be okay and a lot of times we don't necessarily acknowledge everything that we're going through even to ourselves Mm -hmm. and so um the reflection on the outside is hey look I'm fine I'm fine. You guys probably feel bad, more worse about it than I do. Me and Greg probably made peace.
4: Mm-hmm. You
1: you know, I, that's my um. Yeah. view. I can say that her and Greg made peace. She knew it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. We made peace with that. I'm right. um, moving on with my life. I can't bring Greg back. Everybody should be fine with that. And like I said, on surface, and even on the surface to herself, um, like I said, even with my own mother, girl i was probably the busiest person in america um mm-hmm. after i found out and didn't really want to face the emotions of a loss right. like that right. and so with looking at nini um i get it i get it um so she uh she she probably um she probably uh it'll probably hit her like a ton of bricks like Mm -hmm. a ton of bricks but it'll probably it's it it took me a minute it took me a minute um before i actually came um face to face with my emotions about my mom and my sister Mm -hmm. um because i lost my mom and my sister uh within two weeks of each other so
0: oh i never knew that oh yeah girl
1: it was it was deep that's why
0: yeah october is okay
1: yeah so well, um it was like a hurry up and get past it um yeah, and then i didn't want dang. people pitying me and feeling sorry for me mm-hmm. so that made me feel some type of way and i can imagine that's probably some of the stuff that she's going through too um and so I, I i get it i get yeah, it
0: i kind of yeah. feel i i agree with your assessment but i also feel like i i look at things differently so personally um i think that when someone has you know uh end stage um disease that you you kind of like first off you're dealing you're grieving while you know they are um going through their end stage of life so you're already grieving that person because they're a shell of what they previously were. In addition, we don't know, like you said, about the conversations that they had, and he, I'm sure he told her, "You're still young. I want you to be happy." You know, um, so I, I don't think that we ha- we as society have a place to judge how fast one person heals. You don't know whether or not she's been grieving for you know extended periods of time because he went through two bouts of cancer right. and or. Um, you know, what their discussions were. I think that, you know, she didn't come out with a man while he was still alive. And for all we know, he could have gave her blessings because he was no longer able to fill that um, need for her to see people, but be discreet and be respectful. So um, I personally think, you know, it's not up to others to judge. Like she seemed to be by his side and, you know, really love her husband. And, you know, he is... You know has passed on so um i think if she wants to move on she has that right and who yeah. are we to tell her how long it should take her to heal
1: that that that's true um yeah. now like i said um she like it it um with sagittarian women sagittarian women will hold on to some shit nobody mm-hmm. will ever know um mm-hmm. we are the types to bottle up our emotions and bury them Mm-hmm. And when it finally comes to surface, you know, it is what it is then. But um yeah, like I I I get it because it took me a minute before I actually allowed myself to really grieve. So um, yeah, I understand yeah. it. Uh shout out to Make It Right. He says, oh. not trying to be messy, but you messy. Listen, but not trying to do... be messy, but here I go being messy. Right but did you give concrete your co-host the option to go thirds on the new channel? Me and concrete
0: already have this, this channel, this one. Um, I knew about her business venture. Um, I I know I I would not have been interested in going um, a third in on the channel. Um, I think that it would have been just very contentious all the time with me and jessica disagreeing or whatever um so i would not have chosen to go into um in on the channel um i know that you guys find it so hard to believe but um people can be happy like partners can be happy for one another when they do things outside of that partnership. That would be like a married couple being jealous or being upset that their um part their spouse is, is successful. Like we can have I have great things happening for me outside of our show that I share with Danny and you know she's happy for me, you know? So we can have a partnership and a very one that works really well and it can be completely intact and still do things outside of the venture that we have together and that's kind of where we are like we um you know um it's not like this isn't a breakup this isn't you know something for me to be upset about I'm like truly happy when she told me like I was I was over the moon, like, really. I just couldn't stop yes. congratulating her and telling her how dope and how how smart and brilliant she was. Like, I'm not um, upset or I don't feel some type of way about her branching out because we knew that this was coming. Like, we've known this for some time. Um, and we talked about it on our show previously. It's just taken longer than we anticipated because life stuff. But um, this this is something that, you know, we, we, we had planned on.
1: Oh, they don't be having nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing could be uh you know, they expect us not to support each other. Yeah. And I, I it, it that's some weirdo ass shit. I don't it get is. it. But um like we we grown. Like we, yeah, we grown very, grown over here. Very, very and um we we gonna do some big shit, period. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Um do no baby don't worry don't put too much worrying into, into shit we ain't worried about I, we, yeah you know, child wisdom.
0: you know what though but we about to tell y'all how to raise y'all sons to love a black queen that's what we about to do because um clearly uh there's something wrong um interestingly enough I want Danny to tell uh, a little backstory regarding the topic and how it came to be but I just wanted to say really quickly I actually saw this um, post on social media recently. I think it was last week where a guy was saying um, that, like, kind of talking about how he's done dealing with black women and why he no longer wants to f with black women and how he's moving on to the white queens and you know. So it's it's apparent that this is a growing phenomenon. He said, "Oh, he said he posted a picture of himself with his um, white woman." And he said, She's better than any black woman I've been with. Found my white princess, done with you blacks. And um so, you know, clearly this is a growing phenomenon. And we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about how to avoid this, should you be interested, and um like why this is a thing. Um,
1: hold on a second. I was reading something about <laughs> a force your son.
0: This this dude here B, nah, no, he messy him.
1: as hell today. <laughs> I mean B, like what
0: what's T V? <laughs> like oh, I just can't deal with him. What the heck? Who So check this out.
1: Uh-huh. Um, I was having a discussion with some fellas and they were talking about their college experience and saying that um when they were at school, um they dealt with black chicks and and then they but they were at a school where they had black and white chicks there um they said that the experience was totally different than dealing with a black chick where black women said no white women said yes um white women would let you or the white girls would let you be mean to them um the white woman would still come and try to hug on you and hold you she was cooking for them um she Ways was cleaning mm-hmm. um listen no but sit and say this she was mm-hmm. cooking she was cleaning she was still nice she was still do what they say um she didn't give a lot of back talk she didn't have an attitude because it was tuesday um she was cool they said that it was totally totally different and then they brought up well how do you tell black women to compete with that Y'all are not built to compete with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, my homeboy gave me this topic and I was like, this topic would be something to explore and have a really, really good discussion about it. Talking to my own son, because I do have a son, talking to my own son and when he tells me that he's attracted to light-skinned girls and I'm a dark-skinned woman, mm-hmm. um, you know some things can be uh, i'm not gonna say it was just heartbreaking this that and the third but um it's some things that like you want your son to just have an attraction to uh women that look like you 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 do you want them to have a have an attraction to women of like like you you know what i'm saying um and maybe i'm not saying that right but yeah i'm not saying that right and it is probably coming off weird. I'm not trying to come off weird, but I'm saying like you would want your son to have an attraction to black women. Um, right, if I'm right, a dark skinned right. woman, you want your your child to have an appreciation for like I said, you women beautiful
0: brown skin. Come on yeah. man.
1: Yeah. Um. But they have their own thought processes. They have their own mindsets. Uh-huh. Um. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying and when the guys were telling me how they were treated by white women versus how they've been treated by how they were treated by white girls versus how they were treated by black girls this was it was kind of mind-blowing because it starts so early and you know black women have kind of been indoctrinated oh you don't do this for no man you don't do that for a man If he ain't doing this, you don't do that. If he ain't giving you this, don't give him that. If Mm -hmm. he is like we're very, very a tit for tat culture. Mm -hmm. Very, very tit for tat. Absolutely. Um But you know, like even with my own mother, mm -hmm. my own mother, if a man ain't investing in you, he don't like you. Um don't do shit out of the kindness of of your own heart, because that's how you get fucked over. Um Not realizing that we, um, how can I put this, we're so indoctrinated into a certain culture and we we have a type, generally most black women have a, no, and I'm not going to say just most black women, but where other races will date the quote unquote lame type of guy black women will call a nigga a lame because he doesn't have on the latest shoes or he doesn't drive a certain thing or he's not wearing a Gucci belt. He's got his belt mm-hmm. from uh Marshall's and she wants somebody that wears Gucci um down to the socks. We're we've been trained and indoctrinated into um this swag culture and hood swag rapper dope boy ass culture we want dope boys we want that nigger most of Mm -hmm. us want that nigger and when you have a whole culture that's consumed by that Mm -hmm. it changes a lot it's a lot of good black men that will get turned down because we want a certain type that women want a certain type
0: yeah i'm sorry to interject but like uh, you're just saying a lot so i just want to do like a just rebuttal no it's a good thing i just want to rebut a few things real quick before i forget so when you talked about the experience that um i'm not sure who it was but had with white women young girls versus black girls um i understand like having to deal with you know, an attitude on a daily basis, that being a valid complaint. But wanting someone who you was basically saying, like, they let them do whatever. And, you know, like, you it's almost as if you want a servant who's going to let you do whatever, who does not care about their own emotions. Like when you're dealing with a, a, when you're in a relationship with someone, that's a another living breathing human just like you they have a range of emotions they're not going to always be happy they're not going to they're uh, you know going to um put their need not their needs but put their desires or how they feel above how you feel in that moment because that's a normal human thing now i'm not saying always dealing with somebody who always got an attitude but to want someone who's that subservient that like literally they, they don't care about themselves. It's like you want someone with zero self-worth that that's more like akin to a servant or slave, um, as opposed to someone who you're in partnership with is what that almost sounds like to me. But I also wanted so to say think- when you talk about- oh go ahead I'm really quickly, quickly when you talk about uh like black women not liking lames i do think that for the most part that that is true but women of other races like black white chicks there are lame white dudes that ain't getting no play like why where do you think incels came from lame white dudes who ain't getting no play but white women think that any black man is is hip, is, is, is you know, has swag. Like, you know, you can be someone who black women deem as quote-unquote lame, but white girls won't see you as lame. But they do have men within their group who they would view as lame. So I did want to point that out. But there are lame black women too. Like, the whole Issa Rae series is about the awkward black girl. Like, it, on, t- on TikTok, there's a hashtag, awkward black girl, and there are a ton of black girls who said nobody would date them in high school? To be completely honest with you, nobody wanted to date me in high school. Granted, I went to um, a ninety-nine point nine percent white high school, but the black boys who were who did go to my high school or with were within my age range, they weren't checking for me. Because they were checking for white girls, because of some of the very same reasons that you talked about, white girls were absolutely more subservient. They were, you know, they were teenagers, so they weren't necessarily cooking for them, but they were giving them money, letting them ride their car while they're at work, and, and until their parents found out about it, you know, they would ride them around all day smoking. And you know, there were perks to dating white girls because number one, they had more resources, and um, you know, the other thing was they were less likely to say no to them um so yes I, I saw those things but let's not act like there aren't two awkward lame black girls who aren't getting any play and who aren't getting uh, passed over too because there are
1: uh shout out to black wizard he says our culture has taught unconditional reverence to women all the way to gen x um
0: I gotta figure out what the word reverence means, but um basically, kind of like pedestalizing them, or like revering. He's saying revering. Oh, them. That's gotcha
1: you, got you, got you, got you, got child. You know, uh-huh. it's yeah. still uh no, it's in the afternoon now, but never mind. Yeah. Um. Shout out to sincere cracking up. He says interracial dating. The reason why black love for black women changed because I was raised to date my own kind instead of bringing home some becky's
0: so and he said he wants us to address that I don't know how to address it um, interracial dating the reason why love for black women change because I was raised to date my own kind instead of bringing home Becky's um, Yeah, I don't know how what we can specifically say to address that because, you know, that's your personal experience Um and right now, we're gonna get into like actually things that you can do to raise your son to love a black woman. But um, we're just kind of highlighting some of the problems and some of the reasoning as to why these young black. And I understand it to be completely honest, as I've told you guys myself. Oh, okay, go ahead, Danny. I don't want to get off on a tangent. Uh,
1: shout out to Platinum Elite Plat, What's up? He says, "Give a thicky thick bait a slop." Open, get my oh my god, plate. why
0: he's so mad? Like, why Pat, plat is oh, we <laughs> a whole piece of work? Um, Child, um, it was something
1: that you said that I thought was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. You talked about black women being in partnership with their men. Mm-hmm. Do you think that other races of women view their husbands as view their relationships as a partnership versus one being the leader, the other one being the follower?
0: Mm -mm. That's I said, I was talking about people I said like when you're talking about someone who just allows you to get away with any and everything and it's not giving you any pushback, it's like you're w- with a servant or a slave instead of in partnership. So I wasn't specifically solely talking about black women, but I'm just, I was trying to highlight or emphasize the fact that you're with another human, that this isn't someone who's beneath you, that this isn't someone who is a slave, someone who does not have their own feelings and does not have, you know, their own range of emotions that they're also dealing with. I wasn't like focusing or really trying to highlight that this is your equal, just that this isn't, this isn't a child or a slave or someone who Mm -hmm. uh, um, is not without their own range of emotions that they're also going to be dealing with. That should also be taken into consideration, not talking about the dynamic of relationships.
1: Let me read the super chat. Uh, Look at B B. did danny really not know what reverence means uh, shout out to the mississippi
0: look you big today. ass
1: geek no i ain't know what it mean now god damn it no nope, i ain't know should i, I ask questions deep. i don't know the answers to you damn geek
0: look and ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it ain't no shame in it b you Shit. better be re- I, i've asked too like hey what does that mean you know because the people in this space they be trying to use these big old crazy oh, words but no um, yeah it's on on site if i ever see you be ready to throw them hands because you messy as hell <laughs> like you deserve be whatever we are talking shit. oh girl he's so messy um but yeah i wasn't trying to define like the relationship between black men and black women i was just essentially saying that you know this is also some someone who you're in in relationship with that their feelings and thoughts should also be taken into consideration you shouldn't just be expecting them to acquiesce to everything that you want and all of your desires because they are also an individual who has their own thoughts and feelings it's interesting
1: that you say that as well because i think that black women are taught to take their own emotions first um we should worry about ourselves first then everybody else fall into play um To a certain degree, to a certain degree, Mm -hmm. um, because when I was talking to these dudes and they were explaining their college experience and were saying like how these women basically put the men first, um, the men's emotions were more important than their own. Um, what the men had going on was more important than what they had going on. Um, when they were subservient to men, they were saying that like the women were able to get more so of what they wanted as far as relationships and everything because they were willing to do that for men do you think we're failing in that aspect or failing our daughters to have a certain type of attitude of self first and then everybody else falls in line what do you think of that
0: um i totally do not agree with Um, raising someone to always put someone else's feelings before their own. That's raising someone who's going to have zero self-worth. And self-worth is an important um, attribute for people to have. So I don't agree with that one size thing that always consider the man's feelings before your own. Nor do I think that you should always consider your own before his. I think Mm -hmm. that everything should be a case-by-case scenario. I think that the feelings... Of both people should be considered when you're communicating. But what I think you should be doing, and this is kind of kind of what I put into practice, is I try to consider his feelings, and he tries to consider mine. That way, we're both being looked out for one another. Right. But um, there are times when I am, in, I'm a human. Like I'm not gonna sit up here in front, and I am. I consider myself to be submissive to my my fiance. Um, but I'm, I'm also human. So there are times when I'm just completely in my feelings. There have been times when I was in my feelings and it wasn't an argument, but there was maybe something that he said that triggered something for me. And I put my feelings at the forefront and said, oh babe, we have to address this before I can move past this. And it was something that was tied to something not related to him. So we had to, just, and he happily obliged and was like, and he is extremely, Alpha, but he was like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that you know, what I did or what I said, you know, hurt your feelings or kind of he hadn't even realized it. So at that point, we stopped and addressed what I was feeling because what I was feeling was so pressing that I knew that I couldn't move forward in the conversation without addressing what I was feeling first. And we were able to do that because we communicate like adults and then able to get the conversation back on course where we were able to address the core issues. So I don't believe that you're necessarily um, remiss that black people, black women are remiss and not teaching their daughters to always consider their partner's feelings first. But I do think that black women should be encouraging, um, their daughters to ensure that they are, um, evaluating every situation case by case to ensure that they understand that your feelings are not um, any more important than his, not necessarily any more important than his. Um, teaching their children the art of communication and how it's important to also ensure that it, even whomever feelings are addressed first, that you make sure that you're also addressing the, how the other person feels in that in that situation too. So I, I don't know. I know that that's kind of a weird way to answer it because it's not like a yes or no for me. Got but um, yeah.
1: I kind of feel like... Um, one of the things, you know, growing up with a quote-unquote religious background, um, and traditional ideals of what marriage is supposed to entail. Um, so my stepmom would tell me, um, you know, as far as submission is, uh, you follow behind the man, even if you think he is doing something wrong, even when you don't agree with his decision-making, that is what submission is all about. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't, even if the situation doesn't play out, God covers those situations. And that's kind of how I was taught as far as submission. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole thing is, it's like, you can, um, like my husband has final say, if me and Curlin don't agree on something, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Curlin has final say, and it is what it is. Um, I I know who I signed up for, but I trust, I trust his decision-making, which is why I married him. I trust Mm -hmm. that he can make great sound decisions, which is why I married him. Mm -hmm. So if he say go left and I'm seeing something right, I can do something be like, "Well, Bay, did you take this into consideration?" Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took that into consideration. I don't care. Well, but Bay, yada yada yada. No, I said we're going to do it like this. Okay, fine. We're going to do it how he wants to do it. Right. Um, you can inform, but I think um in a lot of situation, well, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that how like black women seem to have an ideal about white women, um, not working and white women being able to just kind of sit around and um, shop at the mall all day. And they have this Mm -hmm. certain type Mm -hmm. of lifestyle and they don't have to submit because they have this certain type of, or they're submissive (laughs) because they have this certain type of lifestyle. Do you think that has something to do with how we treat our men because we have these? ideals in our head
0: well well, uh, just really quickly i just want to say that yes i agree with you what you just said i operate in the same fashion uh my fiance leads our home um but in that definition that you gave of submission that doesn't have anything to do with like a person's feelings that doesn't have anything like because he leads our home um, if if my feelings are hurt about something or, you know, like um, that doesn't mean that my feelings don't get addressed or his feelings override mine. So, yes, he leads the home in decision making. But, you know, if I if, if he if I'm having a discussion with him and his something and he feels a certain type of way, that doesn't mean that we aren't going to stop the discussion in order to address what he's feeling. So I agree with your premise. But um, I saw that who conservative was trying to say that. Feelings aren't pressing that that's manipulation. I I completely disagree. I think that because I'm in a position where I yield and submit to him as a greater authority, that his obligation to me is to protect me. And in protection of me, he cares about my feelings because what I was experiencing in the moment was actually traumatic. Um, I don't like to divulge too much in this space, but it was something that triggered a traumatic experience for me. So him being my protector, the person that I yield to and that I submit to cared enough about me because he wanted to protect me, not just physically, also mentally, to stop that discussion and address what I was feeling. And that's what a protector and leader does. That is the power of submission. Women Mm. are often afraid to to submit because they don't think that they're um that that um they're uh, you know, uh, like if they have an if they're in an emotional state that that will be addressed or that you know the person will um take time out to ensure that they're okay uh, submitting to someone includes a unyielding protection of you of your mental of your physical of your entire well-being so in submitting to him his care and love for me said i mean this is something pressing we have to stop and address this and it was a breakthrough moment and ended up in being a a beautiful discussion before we proceeded like i hugged him and embraced him and i was so happy that we were able to have the the breakthrough because like both of us had an epiphany in that moment, but that's what submitting to a a, a true bona fide leader does. They're going to protect you. They care about you. They're not going to abuse that power and authority that you're giving to them, but that's why it's important to vet the person that you're submitting to. Myself and Danny have just highlighted just some very key things about submitting to our partners. And in that, because we trust them, we are not questioning if they're going to lead us down the wrong path. We're right. not. That doesn't mean that you don't have a voice that you can't, like she said, interject and say, "Hey, babe, I saw this over here." But that means that you trust in him enough to allow him to lead, despite even if his his leadership um, looks different than what you envision. Um, so yeah, I, I just I'm sorry I wanted to highlight that because it was just kind of like really uh, on my mind, but. Um I'm sorry, I, I didn't answer your question. What was the actual question about well, I don't what- know. <laughs> I'm sorry like I was just like I, I don't want people to be confused absolutely I yield to him but in yielding to him women understand like it, it, a submission can be a beautiful thing like I, I think I wish black women understood the beauty in submitting I'm telling you as black women that strong black woman I'm independent don't need a man I got to pay all these bills got to work 80 hours a week then got to rush home because like you don't have to worry about all of that it takes so much stress off. I feel like as Black women, mm. um, the way that Black women are operating is unnatural to us, and as a result, that's why we're out of balance. That's why we're off and kilter. Absolutely. That's part of why. But being in balance allows that person to take authority and take leadership over those things that 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 a man should be leading Um, the home, protecting you, you know, providing like things that, you know, we that uh, are are uncomfortable doing and as a result that's why we're always stressed out that's why we're always bickering that's why we're always unhappy that's why we're always bitching at our children because we're stressed out and we don't know how to say i need help or and or we're with, with someone who's inadequate and does not have the ability to lead like tr- truly yielding and submitting to someone who is a worthy leader is so beautiful and you will be at peace in doing so yep at
1: peace and rewarded rewarded um for for doing it um because there's not too much that i don't get um yeah I, there's not too much that i don't get um right. like as far as i want and i and i love not exactly Spoiled. love 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 <laughs> i'm in love with serving my man like in love with that that is the shit. it's the mm-hmm. shit. it is um beyond um it makes me I wish I met Curlin early, early on. Um but it, 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 it's it's a great feeling um mm-hmm. just to be in his presence, but the opportunity to serve him and to know um, it's
0: rewarding like you said it comes back tenfold the thing that women don't realize they hate words like serving submitting yielding you don't understand the benefits of that like literally there's nothing that that i can that i ask for that i'm not granted because he wants me to be happy too because i go out of my way to ensure he's happy he's comfortable his peace of mind is so important to me like i I am always trying to do things that i know like i don't want you to have like he'd be like, okay, babe, I got it, because I'm always like, no, babe, don't do that. I I'm doing the laundry. I'm doing you know, get out of the kitchen. What you doing in my kitchen? You know, when he is completely capable, but I enjoy catering to him. You know? Listen, um, I you know, you think you can be
1: rewarded. Um, and it's not even the fact of material things. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not it's it's definitely not not about material things. Now material things are a nice bonus, yeah. but um, the fact that he's happy and he's at peace, um, the fact that you can have that type of relationship mm-hmm. with another human being is absolutely phenomenal. I, 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 it's, it's indescribable um, if you've never been there. I, I, it's hard to describe, but it's, it's wonderful and it's a, it's a yeah. really, really good feeling. A really really good feeling absolutely especially Harumbe, when that's... you can let down your guard and and for you to be able to let down your guard for you to be able to trust in yourself for you to be able to do that for another human being for your man like listen it, it don't get it, it it doesn't get any greater than that um that's let true. me read these super chats child because we got a, a few okay. of them honey y'all okay. coming through today hey um shout out to e capone he says good topic y'all we all chasing our tail mm-hmm. um I think you have a really good point. Uh, let me make sure I ain't missing nobody. Okay. Uh, okay. I read B's ratchet ass comment. <laughs> Bhead. Oh, he almost got me good.
0: Okay. girl. Um,
1: wait a minute. There we go. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says the culture already teaches boys to love women. Mm-hmm. Mothers are raising a lot of boys alone. They're usually coddled while daughters have to learn how to navigate the world boys look at their moms as heroes who can do anything but black wizards you also have to take into account of uh, a lot of suffering that some boys go through um so if your mama your mama's is a single mom and not to say that all single moms are ratchet pieces of scum not say saying that at all but the dynamic is different um Mm -hmm. if you're in a house and your mom is mean and let's say you know and i've heard this from a lot of guys and you know mom's kind of mean where then you have some moms that were nice you know you'll get a you'll get a mixture of both but we also have a culture yeah your mom was the hero your mom did this that and the third but your mom didn't actually teach you teach you about servitude or or another woman serving you or i don't know because now i'm sitting here thinking about it and i'm like i don't know um like when boys when they say they went off to college and this is what i heard from other black men when they went off to college women had um strong independent you can't tell me shit if you say left i'm gonna say right and i'm gonna argue you down Um, I I don't have to submit to you because I get my own money. I have my own car. I do whatever the fuck it is I want. I don't have to submit to you. A lot of women are being raised with those type of attitudes. So it's not boys teaching boys how to love their mothers, but teaching boys how to foster good relationship with black women. And then Mm -hmm. for black women to also to submit to that, to those type of relationships, is 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 we're literally in opposition moms might coddle their sons while b- black women in relationships don't necessarily coddle our men which is the reason a lot of reason for this space that's well, and I don't
0: think that it's appropriate to coddle a grown man, but there are um, things that Black women are that, uh, that Black women are remiss in giving to men that they actually need, allowing them space to display their emotions, allowing them space to express themselves, um, comforting them in, the, in their times of need. So, yeah, I think that a lot of women um, miss the mark on that. Yeah, a lot of Black are women.
1: Exactly right. Um, Shout out to B. He says, don't know if it's about raising black boys to love black women. Sounds like indoctrination to me. I think if black women are lovable, then they will receive love from black men. B, I can't sit here in front. That is an outstanding
0: point. Don't That's get that food really, no kudos, he on my SHIT he on my, my SHIT list.
1: list, girl that part, uh, shout it's out to so No really Cupcake disingenuous Zone, disingenuous he said this is a zone. very disingenuous conversation, the moment black women don't get their
0: way, the sign language, <laughs> the comes sign out. language come out, oh, oh. not the sign language, we're going to talk about it because we already an hour and 20 minutes in, so let's, let's actually talk about what specifically um people can do when raising their children to raise sons who will love black women we talked about how we arrived here where there are so many black men who are you know who have no interest in loving or even partnering with black women but let's talk about what specific things can be done to raise your child to love black your son to love black women
1: um your child has to love himself um Mm. teaching boys self-esteem early on is um, is huge. Teaching your children to be self-aware, teaching your boys to be self-aware, aware of themselves, aware of how they come across, um, teaching them about the nature of people is probably the biggest thing. I noticed that a lot of guys will take shit all types of Disrespect bullshit off of women because they don't love themselves. Um, they have a minimus, a minimalist mindset. Um, they don't think they they can pull better than the chick that they wit. So they'll tend to take shit off a bitch because she looks a certain way. Um, and teaching them to have self esteem, self esteem early on is a huge thing you have to give your children the game. You can't have your children out here in this world naked because this world is dangerous, it's violent, it's crazy, and they will get ran the fuck over. They will get ran the fuck through. Um, so I think that's one one huge thing is teaching them self-esteem. Um, when you teach your children self-esteem and teaching, especially your boys, um, they tend to choose better. When you have uh, some oomph about yourself, you tend to get more so of what you want. You um, don't get taken advantage of as often or as easily as um, boys who were told they weren't shit this, that, and the third. Um, Teaching your your son not to be a damn simp um, also helps. You taking care of yourself as a woman, getting your hair done, making sure you're presentable, Making sure that you're not cursing him out because he bought home a bad grade or cursing him out because he made a mistake on something that also fosters love and and good relationships between you and your children, not talking shit about his father, especially if you're a single mother and having this horrible, horrible ideal about men, even though you've made choices to choose certain men. showing good relationships between you and black men um will also teach your son how to love black women i'm gonna read these super chats and then i want to hear some of yours okay. um shut out to make it right he says yes because he loves you the way christ loved the church grace <laughs> fellas, stop leaving that part out I child you know they y'all. ain't seen a bible I hmm. y'all. <laughs>
0: shout
1: out to jc he says mm-hmm. let's raise our sons to love themselves and teach them how to read <laughs> get a woman oh um, jc well God the thing one. is i
0: think danny it was at the last one oh no no go ahead child we
1: got a few shout out okay. to no cupcake zone he says imagine the manager overriding the ceo's decision i guess the qb should be able to fire the coach this com this the com the 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 okay
0: this conversation is a bridge to nowhere yeah. um when did either of us say that no cupcake zone we both highlighted how our partners have the final say what are you talking are you listening to the same thing same are you listening to this stream child or?
1: they be listening to something and we what be we be on a whole damn baby i don't know where they be at. come come back <laughs> over here cupcake come on, Please. Come on. Bring your ass over here. See, not talking to your boys like that. You know, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. because uh, I be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna say. Bring your motherfucking stupid ass over here. You dump. You know, like stop talking to your kids like that. Yeah. That fosters really good relationships. You know what I'm saying? When you uh-huh. talk to your children like they're human, and um, yeah, talk to your kids like they like and like Harambe. you had them. Talk to your kids like you had them out of your body. Talk to your kids like you love yourself. Well, that fosters good relationships.
0: Um, well, shout I'm out be to talking this mess. i about. I just wish more of y'all would feel like this between the ages of 25 and 30, and not 40 to 55. To be completely honest with you, I felt like this since I was a young girl. I've always been a daddy's girl. Uh, my dad, my dad is who taught me um, the importance of ensuring that the man of the house is happy. Like my dad is where I learned that you know when the man of the house is happy uh, and the you know the leadership starts at the head and when the man of the house is happy the rest of the house is rewarded. So I'm not sure where you're getting this from. Um, you tr- made a comment earlier about oh we both decided that after becoming single moms I was a team mom to be completely honest and I knew that even before c- becoming a team mom. I've that there I've, every relationship I've been in I've actually been submissive because despite the fact that the relationships didn't work. I'm I've actually had pretty good partners.
1: Mm, um and I I um actually thought that I would be married by like twenty five and I didn't have my first ch- my only child until I was thirty two. Um yeah um yeah i hate i became a baby mama but it is what it is but was there something pivotal for
0: you that you learned like because you talked about even your aunt and i'm assuming that's when you were i mean your stepmom when you were younger like you knew the benefits and
1: stepmom um my mom was like a hood martha stewart uh Mm -hmm. my mom was a great wife um was a great wife Mm -hmm. um to my stepfather um yeah yeah she was a great wife until you know, um she had her, her battles. But she was a great wife at some point. And um looking at my stepmom, my stepmom is a great wife and mother. So I've had good examples. I know what submission looks like. Um mm-hmm. and not to say that you're gonna go through this happy go lucky relationship all the time right. or like you're not going to have disagreements or bouts or this, that and the third. Yeah, but it happens. It happens. And I mean, you know, relationships aren't perfect, but uh, it like, I've always loved black men. I've always, you know, like I I love black men. Um, I know how to foster good relationships with y'all. My son doesn't hate black women. My son isn't, um, in opposition to black women, but my son ain't gonna be a simp either. And you know, um, teaching your sons what to look for in a woman and what type of women to, to go for is, um, a thing too um you know i think we're moving a lot away from traditional relationships but Mm -hmm. let me read these super chats girl we didn't even open up the panel we got all the way off into this girl um shout out to dane see he says there's a lot of child abuse verbal verbal abuse in black household households it's normalized nobody is coddled in a black household Hey mm. ladies. Hey Dane. Hey Dane. Uh, yeah. Dane, you—that's what I was saying. That's there a good is point. a lot of verbal abuse and a mm. lot of abuse in black households. It is. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, "If I have a son, I would tell him to: If you're looking for a woman to make sure she is good for you, do not judge by race. Do not hate any woman because she is black, white, or whatever." Who said
0: anything about hating? Uh, uh, women because of their color. Um, no, we're not pushing that rhetoric at all, but um, (laughs) black men being brutally honest. Okay, so I want to we can open it up whenever you're ready. I just want to read off a few things from my list. Okay. Um, So as it relates to how to raise your son to love Black women, I think Danny hit on something that's very key. First off, making sure that your son loves himself. I think that a Black boy who loves himself is more apt to um, develop great standards for himself, and thereby not um, being attracted to the wrong type of woman. So I think that takes me to my second point, like showing differentiating between the wrong type of black woman and the right type of black woman, because not all black women are the right type of black woman to bring home, to fall in love with. There are some conniving black women, and I'm not trying to pretend that there aren't, um, but showing him what the right type of black woman looks like um, displaying it for him and as you notice Mm -hmm. we're not just this conversation is not just for black men we're talking to black mothers too displaying what it looks like to be in a happy healthy loving relationship with someone who looks like him i.e that is is black um as a as a mom as a mother um ensuring that you are um showing the displaying the traits that you want your uh, son to find in a, in a black woman. So ensuring that you're displaying what it looks like to be a submissive wife, what it looks like to, um, you know, yield to the leadership of the man in the home. Uh, if you have disagreements, having those discussions behind closed doors, showing a united front in front of the child. I think also, um, Highlighting their beauty, like showing Black women how beautiful Black women are, or showing Black sons how beautiful Black women are. Highlighting that, you know, when you see it on TV and talking like, we we all seen like the doll test. So we know that from a very young age, Black children um, have negative thoughts about themselves. So as a result, we have to work overtime to combat that because not all Black men, but some Black men don't want to marry Black women because of their feelings about themselves because of low or zero self-worth as it relates to themselves. So, and I've heard people say this, like literally they feel as though having, and it's not just black men, but I have heard people say this, um, having mixed children, mixed children are beautiful. Feeling as though, you know, having a mixed race child will somehow allow the child to go further in life. So just kind of showing your child different ways and the importance of having black, Beautiful children and what black love looks like, and I know hood Servative kept asking what black love is. Black love is simply put, or it might have been Kit Clouds. I think it was Kit Clouds. Um, uh, love between two black people—that's black love that, in the simple and its simplest forms. Um, Also, stop acting as if Black women are monolithic. Stop categorizing Black women as one, not all Black women. Just like Black men don't like to be categorized as one, and they're able to separate themselves from the ills of our society, allow Black women to be able to do the same. Show your child that there's a difference between good Black women and bad Black women, even if it is what you believe to be just the 20%. Um, lastly is someone said, um, teaching these children, sons to read and, and, and forget a woman. Um, that, that in theory, I, I understand where you're going with that, but, um, we're already dying out as a race. It's important to also, and, and you know that your child is going to eventually, uh, grow up to partner or mate with people. So as a result, that does still have to be part of what you're ingraining in your child, not black love specifically but having those discussions about them mating with people of the opposite sex because once they're out in the world they're going to do it with or without your influence so being able to influence that within your child early on is important we can't ignore it because we understand that the emphasis should be on them getting their education that's all well and good and it sounds, you know, very idealistic, but in reality, you know, I think that if you don't teach your child about it, if you're not impressing upon your child the importance of it, then society will. And that's it.
1: Shout out to Black Wizard. He says relationship with mom defines the ones with women. Verbal abuse from women is expected because of what happened to them as a kid. Why lead a house when your mom didn't need help boys in our culture are taught to serve Mm. um i think that's part of the problem um
0: do you think that's part of it too like when he say boys in our house are taught to serve because you talked about teaching them to love themselves what about teaching them to be leaders and i said you know teaching like them loving themselves will enable them to have and develop like healthy standards but also teaching them to be leaders because when you're a leader (laughs) you're going to attract women like you don't even have you don't have to do the work your your strength and your leadership as a result of you being having that strong leadership um women you know women you will uh, you will attract women but you'll if you have a, a a healthy set of standards you'll be able to pick from those women the ones who are you know suitable qualified that's right qualified there you go okay um
1: well we got gaston's world up here gaston what are your thoughts
4: well first and foremost good afternoon ladies how are you all
0: hey hey gaston. How's How's you
4: good i'm pretty good uh this is an interesting topic uh how to raise your son to love black women um and i had a conversation with, you know i push i push my stream back i was like oh to break down on let me push my shit back because oh, look
0: a- at that that's yeah. love baby.
4: Anyway, look <laughs> ain't nothing, but 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 the, the point was I had a conversation with Kevin Samuels um about you know because the whole black women should be uh able to move in the market like every other woman. And so black men should be able to date out, basically was the premise of the stream. And so um that being said, uh the conversation I had with them is like how do you love someone who isn't there? Um oh. You know, we, we're, we're taught that, you know, black women are, you know, so um, great that, you know, we're raised by single mothers. So black women are the, oh, black women are the bee's knees. Like, we gotta get a black woman just like my mama. And, you know, your mama's there out of obligation, right? Like, you know, if she could leave, she probably would have too. Um, but, oh, you know, great. if if the black women aren't there, to love then how do we love them right
0: um, what do you mean though I, i'm confused because black women are there
1: I, I'm, you mean like if the black woman is working and doing her own thing yeah. and kind of leaving the children to raise themselves
4: oh no so we're not the kids anymore you know the kids are the kids that's you know we that's them that's their situation but as far as a black man moving in society today um you know i go out i meet women And, you know, even if I was raised to love a black woman, um, you can't love somebody who isn't present, who isn't uh, willing to even be in a relationship of significance to that degree. Right. So maybe, maybe, you know, at 40, like the comment said, maybe at 40, you know, I'll be able to find that woman. It's like, yeah, no, I'm ready now. So black
0: women aren't in the dating market.
4: Not not for long term dating. Not not in not in grand scheme, no. Um, so maybe you'll find one unicorn, as I think uh, Kit Cloud said, one unicorn out there that's like, No, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready right now, we're in here, cool, but um nah. Uh more, you more live afternoon. in Atlanta.
0: We they always talk about the how the dating numbers right. are on the side of black men in Atlanta. You mean to tell me in Atlanta there aren't single qualified women in the dating market? Because I have I live in Atlanta and I have a lot of friends and uh, how old are quite a few friends? of them. How?
4: How old are oh, those they, friends?
0: Yeah, they are older. The thirty five ish um, right. age range. So. I, I, I see women that are single and they're complaining about men playing games in the dating market on the dating scene um and many of them have been single for years
4: well so, so for example my neighbor uh, my ne- my next door neighbor across the well you get it next door neighbor is uh 26 and she's you know single no not, not married, married doesn't have any kids and um obviously i wouldn't date somebody that close to me however we had a conversation about it and i'm like so you know why are you why are you single she's like i have time right she has this mindset of i have time to do other things i have time set time to uh build up myself build up my my worth um on a financial or education level and then you know once i'm you know to where i want to be then i'll you know, make the time to be in a relationship, and it's like okay. that's what I accept that I do women.
0: hear. Yeah, I know young girls feel like that. Okay, I got you.
4: And so we don't want. I mean, okay, let me let me not say that. That's that's not fair to say we don't want older women. Um, but we'd rather have you know a woman in their of youth course. that's you know more vibrant, more energetic, and you know we'll have a longer period of time to be together. We don't want to. Wait till we're in the second half of life to settle down all the time, right? So
0: I feel you, and I think that there is a growing phenomenon of women like living it up, going and vacationing, brunches, traveling, having a good time. Like, you're right, women in their you know, uh, 25 and young women, they're, they're not looking to settle down. You are right, I, I forget because, um, you're very mature, so I forget that you're younger um but but as i said like these are friends that i've had for 15 years and they've been single for years some of them as many as 10 years and
4: oh because when when they're they're younger right no they were
0: looking for relationships right
4: you're right you're not wrong when they're younger they're looking for that oh i need the six figure six okay no yeah you're breaking
0: apart all my 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 talking point okay Mm -hmm. i'm done um,
4: but no, we're having a conversation. And that's why I'm here, and that's why I appreciate you all all's platform. Is because we're having this conversation, and it's not an easy conversation to have because this is my experience as a black man who's, you know, well to do. You know, I'm not rich. Um, I'm very good looking. You know very, you know, all the good stuff, right? All the things that women say. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're over six feet.
0: What? Right, Look,
4: six four. Right. I'm all real quick. Um, yet, um, darling.
0: Um, yeah, I, I just. I'm sorry well, no, ahead, no, yes, well, well,
4: I'm no, actually, I'm curious what you got to say,
5: okay, sorry. so I worked around black women a lot because I used to work at a call center, which was predominantly black women now i, I me personally, I date feminine black women. I will say they're hard to find, you know that's how I could tell I could judge a woman just by her looks and, and her femininity, right, and what I find is the real problem is that we have a black female culture problem. what I mean by that is predominantly the culture for black females is to be, let's keep it real, a bitch. Because whenever a black female is feminine comes in a room, she gets dirty looks. And if you know anything about women, they want to fit in with other women. Yep. And when you're a feminine black woman, you know, you cater to your man, and you, if you talk like, like how Sister George and them, I know that she's really about being a feminine woman. I know she probably had this experience where other girls will look down on her, talk crap, try to exclude her for certain groups to try to make her feel some ways to conform to this you know don't do anything for a black man type thing yeah does anyone follow me or do you yeah, no, have you seen I mean, that all right People, no i you i mean you're yeah, not wrong really, really
1: good point um because we are taught to be bitches. we're taught so like um concrete and i had a a, a conversation called an examination of bad bitch culture Everybody wants to be that bitch. Women want to be worshiped by men. We want to walk in a room and just men just falling at our feet, serving us. And we, a lot of us don't see the point in servitude. We don't understand Mm -hmm. um, what servitude looks like or how good servitude can be, what benefit servitude uh, can be for for us. and I'm not saying be stupid, you you know, people will take this and take a clip of this. Oh, well, she just said, just, you know, being servitude. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind being in servitude to a, for a choice that I've made, um, with my man, mm-hmm. like, uh, like we concrete and I broke both broke down. Um, we don't mind. Ser- we love serving our husbands. We love, love, love serving our husbands. But, when you try to illustrate that, and I'll give y'all a prime example. Last night we were at the Christmas party and I fixed curling a plate. White girl, two white girls sitting there, why can't he fix his own damn plate?
4: Wow, the white that. I promise you, they did. Oh, um, huh. They were like some feminist white women. They were like, they yeah,
1: fit. yeah, yeah. But you know that—that's the thing. They'll <laughs> sit there and try to pull that shit off to me, and be now they were there alone. I was there with my husband. Uh, hmm.
4: Right. I bet you. I bet you they fit yeah, plate yeah. if you wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, that's my point.
1: But they'll try to. Um. Uh, you have women that'll try to impose those type of ideologies onto other women, and make the other woman feel some type of way for doing it. And you mm-hmm. ain't gonna make me feel bad for serving my man. You're not gonna ever make me feel bad about exactly. serving my man. You're not gonna. Well,
4: ever I think make that was um, a that, that you all. The crazy up.
0: thing is, I know that you guys have this view of how like loving and doting and submissive white women are, but like growing up, I stayed the night over many a white girl house because I grew up with nothing but white kids. Like they're not doting on their husband and like uh, like uh, oftentimes when I would stay the night, like we would have family style dinner. So the dinner is like. They put the food on the table and everyone is serving themselves. They're not making sure that their husband is served first and all that type of stuff. Like, y'all have this idea because you think that the grass is so much greener on that side. I do believe that you know maybe it's because in these in many of these situations the husband just didn't care about it that much. But as a as the man going into the relationship, if you do have a preference for you being served, then maybe they do. But it's not all white women that's like serving and rubbing their man's feet yeah. at end of the day no can like, i tell you why that
5: is no, wait, wait, wait wait
1: wait 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 wait, because
0: we skipped all
1: over community solutions oh, okay. and the hoodservative morpheus you just came up here and just booked the, <laughs> the relax. uh let me read these super chats shout out to larry rogers he says counteract the media's sexualization of the black female and sensation of the black male X the pringles commercials where the boy tells the father your daughter's a good kisser point out the agenda to him and her, him or her i excellent 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 point I, I think you have a great point there because um a lot of it is what we see on um in the media a lot of it um shout out to b b says basically the onus is on black men to love someone who oftentimes doesn't love herself that's also an excellent excellent point um really great point Um, because that's that's
0: true true. (laughs) but we talked about men loving themselves like if you notice we're talking about how men can do better at ensuring that their standards are upheld like you as the man loving yourself you'll be able to pinpoint and because you set this rigid set of standards that you're not willing to compromise with because you know your worth um, you're gonna find somebody who does love themselves, and that that it's it's apparent. So we're not telling you to go out and get the worst of the worst, and go out and you you know, no matter what type of attitude this woman has, and how horrible and awful and ratchet she is to get with her. We're telling you to uphold your standards and hold on to them, and find someone who qualifies for you. But you don't have to look. You, there are women within your race that will qualify.
4: I promise Plus I'm not trying to radical. attack you concrete. I swear I'm not. But
0: no,
4: um, how are we supposed to find that woman? And, you know, you, so you so you budget out money for dates of every Wait, month, wait, right? wait, wait,
1: wait. Gaston. Gaston. Yep. I'm sorry. Um, yep. We still got somebody else on the paper trying to get her in. I'm yeah, do this super I'm chat sorry. We kept in.
0: cutting him off. So that's probably part of it because it, like we're kind of engaging in dialogue with him about it. But Gaston, we will get back to you because I do want to hear Absolutely. what you have to say. Um, shout
1: out to Dean. Um, he says, "Hey, Sister George and C. Rose, the young black girls have been playing games. So what's happening now is that young black boys are dating out and exercising your options." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you they, know, friends, you know we we are part of a game culture. It's a game culture. Mm-hmm. But let's get community solutions up in here. Hey, community solutions, what are your thoughts?
3: Hello, thank you for welcoming me in. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yes, we, we
3: can hear Okay, great. I want to apologize in advance. I'm back in Los Angeles, and there's all this no- city noise. So if you hear, start hearing. Listen, we had mariachi band <laughs> next door and everything, but um, oh, wow. I love this topic, <clears throat> and uh, I want to thank you for this topic. I've been chiming in in the chat. Um, So I was talking to my mom last night because she fosters children, and um, I've been noticing that the young black boys um, go to the Latino women. And I told her, I think it's because they see intact families there. The structure they see is the father in the home, uh, commanding the, there's businesses in the community. You know what I'm saying? Auto mechanic shop, a grocery store, stuff like that. They like the structure. So what we have to ask ourselves is how do we get that structure back and put them back in position? And that, I think, ties into your topic for today. Loving mm-hmm. ourselves, loving our community, because I think that what they see, the cleanness, the 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 order, it is what causes them a lot of times to go to. Uh, now, also, I want to tell Gaston's world, just like, um, I'm sorry, C Rose uh, um, has been saying there are different stratifications of black people. It's not all ghetto. You got your you got your rich. You've got your middle class. I know young women in their twenties who are virgins saving themselves for their husbands. They skip over them because they're not flashy. They're not out here flashy, looking like the Instagram model. They're pretty women, but they're very subdued in their in the way that they carry themselves. They're a lot of men see them as boring. I'll just yeah. keep it real. So we have to look at those things, just like the counterpart of uh, black women who like the flashy men. It's the same thing with with black men. And also, I noticed, too, mean women get, they get play. They get a lot of play. I know women with, uh, they, they got records. And the men know they got records. And they chase them, like prison records, felonies. <laughs> so we got, we got some things we got to work on and look at in our own self because we take that to other communities and then our marriages and relationships in the other communities don't don't last or, or don't succeed so we got to just kind of do like the man in the mirror woman in the mirror thing and look at what our um, our Oof. upbringing is and what we need to change in order to be successful in relationships and family
0: Yeah, you know what? You have some great points, Community Solutions. Thank you for your contribution to the conversation. I do think that that's a good point as it relates to young Black men looking at, like, you know, Hispanic families. Um, The thing is, they do see more intact families. If you look at, like, the dynamic with Hispanic families, oftentimes they have multiple families living in one home, or they may have, you know, parents or grandparents also in the home, too. Um, And, you know, as it relates to Hispanic families, Oftentimes, they will. Um, they they just have a completely different dynamic, and I do think that for young men who want that traditional um, relationship, uh, to see that model that would be more attractive to them than you know what they see within our communities and that's probably why they lean towards that. I've told the story quite often of my stepson and his battles and how he is a very, very attractive young man. And um, he like came to me and was like telling me kind of how, you know, he was not really, um, that he was striking out with Black women. And he was kind of like, you know, done with trying as it related to black women. And he talked about like their attitude and how like they would tease him because he is, you know, he has glasses and braces and would be more of what would be deemed a nerd, and how you know Hispanic women or Hispanic young girls were more um, were taken a liking to him. And I was kind of like at first like no, <laughs> you know. But I listened to his complaints, and they were all valid. And he was talking about like young girls that he had even tried with, and one girl kind of like was using him because he's already very successful. In addition, he you know is in college, but he already has a career, and he makes really good money for his age he's like 20 and he makes really good money and you know has a very nice car and everything so the one black girl that he did link up with like she kind of had him helping her move her furniture and he was you know taking her out on expensive dates and stuff like that so he's kind of over um showing interest in black girls and he himself has found himself you know being more attracted to hispanic girls and I had to be understanding of that, despite the fact that I was one of those types, like if she can't use your comb, don't so, bring it
3: home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that part. Well, you know, then I wonder too, does he like his, his, that's the thing. They don't like the, their counterpart. They want the cool chick, like the black women want the cool dude or the, the, you know, the fly dude or whatever they're saying nowadays, I'm old. so. Yeah. You You know what I'm saying, so he may be they may be going for what looks good on Instagram, but what may be his his actual god given um I don't counterpart
0: think he's that picky. It, like i I think that he would date uh, um, a nerdy a uh, 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 black girl that's his equivalent. Mm, I think he would.
3: Oh, okay. Well, well. Listen, I listen. I'm not against interracial dating or whatever. I whatever, as long as it works for you, and it, as long as you're going in, not going in for a flawed reason. Oh, the skin right. color, this, that, and the other. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only thing.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, we we did get a few super chats. We got one from KD showing love. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, did we have any others? Danny? I thought I saw another one. Maybe that's it. Danny. Okay. Oh, we got one from Nuruddin. He says, miss community solutions is right. I saw it when the boys started dating out and going with women of other cultures like Latino, white and Brazilian girls. When the boys were happy, the girls were upset. Mm. All right. Um, thank you, Nuruddin.
3: Dean. Um, I, I didn't I don't understand that. What does he mean when the boys were happy, the girls were upset? Are he talking about black girls. The black girls were
0: upset when the boys were happy with dating girls of other cultures or other yeah, other cultures.
3: Well, so you know, funny. like I said, it goes back to um see our households when our households are single parent households, and you guys spoke on it earlier. When you have the woman in a masculine role, which is not her role. And this is what causes, I see them talking bad to their children. A lot of that's anger and they're taking it out on their children. And that's where the addictions and all that other stuff comes in too because you're trying to do everything yourself and that's not the natural order of things. Well, you go to a household where It's less stress. Yeah. They're going to be happier. Yeah. They're going to be able to focus. I mean, I dated as a, as a teenager and we had fun. We, neither of us had money, but we would go catch a bus, go to fest. We would have, we had fun. I don't see that in young relationships now, you know, it's like, it's like a competition or something that, you know, I, I don't know what to say or how to fix it
0: yeah me either um but i think discussions like this at least for me helps me if nothing else gain perspective because that's why i appreciated what gaston's world was saying and like every time i would rebut he kind of came back with his experience which kind of allowed me to see things from his perspective and realize that i was not considering all sides and that you know made me realize that he has some great points and i when i'm talking about um and these aren't even my own individual experiences but the experiences of those who are close to me that there are other factors that I was not considering and taking into account. So these conversations can be very eye-opening. Um, we got another one from Nerdeen, and we're gonna get hoodservative up in here because I know he's coming with some mess. Um, Nur-Din says, I even asked them why are they dating women of other cultures that are not in, in the schools? And they told me straight up front, these girls are playing games and are mean and it and they couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, um, that was kind of, like I said, my stepson's experience. And he's attractive, though, like a very, very cute kid. He is um, conventionally attractive, uh, light-colored eyes, and just a very attractive kid. So yeah. Um, But anyways, we are going to go ahead and get um, Hoodservative in here. Hoodservative, what's good?
2: Good morning uh-oh child
0: good morning he yeah. trying to sound like nice. mm-hmm.
1: he sound yeah. he always come in nice and then listen he will Bums. fool
0: you every time
2: be- being polite isn't fooling you i'm just gonna be polite <laughs> i don't have to like you to not I to be polite you are honest. such an a-hole <laughs> yes. no but he- here's the thing though shame on both of y'all like god damn i can't believe Again? what the hell i'm here ha- shame y'all should be ashamed of the bullshit <sighs> you thinking about right now oh, and, oh. And, and 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 you know damn. Forgive me to the the, the third lady on the panel, this is not about you. I I agree with largely everything you just said, but for the title of this show, for the the direction of this conversation Mm -hmm. to be how to raise your son to love a black woman, you women have boys in your life, boys that you love, boys that love you and they're telling you how it is and your response to everything they say is, how do I get this boy to love a dark-skinned woman? What the fuck is that? They have real problems and you can't even process that shit? Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, but
0: if you notice, though, like, okay, you you have a good point. But I think that like, I got the example I gave about my stepson, we're talking like I said, this conversation is not just for black men. So uh, black women who have the question why black boys aren't growing up to love black women, like these are some of the reasons why. And these are some of the things that could be done. But as it relates to my stepson, um, even with him, I think like, it had this happened earlier on, where he was taught his own self worth, and you know, able to create a, 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 a good set of standards in order to vet women and determine is like the, the appropriate system. type of woman. Because then he would not have interacted with the woman who was taking the young girl who was taking advantage of him.
2: Like is so, the problem him. Simple um, is the not, problem him, uh, and and I would not venture to guess completely. that. For, for, for Sister George, the problem isn't her kid either. And and the point I'm trying to make here is the entire nature of the argument is not how to raise your son to love a black woman. How do you raise black women to love black men? Why is that never the conversation?
1: Well, when the person presented me, when my homeboy presented me with the topic and he described his experiences with black women versus the experiences with white girls in college, um, that was the premise of the topic. He explained those experiences. We actually sat over here and broke down what was happening um, when he was dealing with black girls versus what what it was like when he was dealing with white girls and the attitudes of black women we sat here and did that you must have missed that part like you always do but don't sit yeah. over here and act like we ain't talk about that part so you the can go ahead now what,
2: well, uh, what so fair enough, I, I may have missed that but the conversation can never be how to raise your son to love black women when we all agree damn near six out of six right now that the problem isn't black men not loving y'all 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 get loved too much
0: oh god there's no such thing
2: yeah apparently there is because you don't understand it's the true. nature of the problem though we love y'all too much as a group clearly not me but as a group we love y'all too <laughs> much it's, it's true clearly.
0: but I, I you know what the thing is we're literally encouraging black men to love themselves and to stick to 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 Stick to their standards, but to do better at vetting, to also realize that there are black women within their race. And it could be those black women who are being overlooked. It could be the awkward black girl. It could be just like, you know, we talk about black women having a type and always going for the bad guy. Most black young men and men do like something that they would find attractive. So the, the you know, um, the women that are, you know, shapely, the women that are conventionally beautiful, and maybe even stepping outside of that, because maybe those women don't truly qualify for for you because of their um, there, flawed character. There's
5: there's a, can I, I cut it? I'm sorry.
2: Let me just say one more thing. There's there's a reality to that, but here's the question: I think ultimately you have to accept if you if you raise black men to have these standards and have these goals as as to who they want. If the ultimate reality of that posture means black women don't get chosen, you gotta hold that.
0: Um okay, that's you fast. gotta wait. let me uh, how can I rebut that? Let, let me think on it. Um, because that's a good point. If the print, if the basis of what we are highlighting is that black men should love themselves and have uh you know develop good standards and and hold, you know, keep um keep them standards intact, then
2: what if that
0: results in Black
3: women not being chosen? That's right. Can can I just interject? How do you guys feel like, okay, I grew up under women who were born in the 30s. Um, I saw a lot of marriages that were, you know, in Louisiana, saw a lot of marriages that were like 50 years long, 60 years long. Um, Even like young women now getting married, they're married five, 10 years, still married. Um, They're not a... um, A physical they're not physically perfect like it seems to me like everything is on physicality now and i'm wondering if that's making you lose out on The perfect person for you Um, that's what i'm seeing is changing like people are like, oh yeah No, she ain't fine and this and that and the other but then I see my aunts and my uncles who had you know, they had their struggles. They have great marriages 50-year anniversaries and stuff like that mm-hmm. and going on vacation. They got uh, seven eight ten kids Beautiful family. Everybody is is doing their thing And we're not having that anymore But I, what I see a lot of a lot of people talking taking out they take measure how small is your waist? You know this they, this this type of thing and i'm wondering hold if that up. is causing Hold, hold on.
5: Oh, i'm yeah. sorry
4: <laughs> That's I, I just have to
5: stop because I hate when women say that BS. Let's keep it real. Black men are the garbage men of the dating scene. We take no, anything. no. We're, we're known for I, dating. I have, facts I have like, a
3: lot of white oh, friends. No, no, no. Their their wives are not. Their wives are not tens. Not even fives. Listen, and, they, when, and they love them to death. And I and I go I, to conventions with men who are worth two hundred million dollars. And if you well, see their, their, their wife, wife you then? would be like, oh
5: hell Hold no. Up. Yeah, because they're the submissive. Way, Listen, <laughs> the more bitchy you are, a man's going to want you to be more pretty. That's the reality is black women, black women pride themselves on being a bitch. So the more you are, um, that's the culture. Let's just be honest about it. You're right. I just said earlier. That's the new culture. Yeah. Like you just said, you was raised by women from the thirties. That's why you and probably people around around you are not like that. But let's keep it real on the, on the whole, a lot of those, those women don't exist for most black people. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm a millennial but my grandmother's very young, okay? She's 70, so I remember those women that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't have a warped view, but I'm still realistic. Not everyone Mm -hmm. is raised like me. We gotta understand that there's, unfortunately, the vast majority are raised by some really ratchet women. Like If you look at the the, the young black men, right? Who are their mothers? Who are the mothers of those daughters? They're usually generational X for these young Mm -hmm. black girls. Those generational X black women told their daughters, to be a bitch get the bag all that's nonsense. That's why they're not dating those girls When I was young, I'm a millennial. So either most of the girls were raised either by a generation a baby boomer Or it's generation X, but mostly baby boomers. So they didn't teach their daughters to do that so That's why I could still date black women mm. you, you, you see what I'm saying?
3: Uh, well, actually it wasn't generation X we a lot of I'm generation X a lot of us were born in the 70s A lot of us dated we were broke and our boyfriends were broke and we George and wheezy it up you but know what that's I mean? Part of
0: but the now, the reason that Gen Z is saying that they, they said that black people have glorified struggle love because they felt like they saw examples of black people just struggling together, and that's not what they want for themselves.
5: The, the, no, you I got,
2: understand. Poverty is different,
5: and you got to understand. Black girls look at social media
2: mm-hmm. for
5: as reality.
2: Mm-hmm. What is
5: what is black women are seen at social media? Get the bag, get the mad. If you look at young black women, they think social media is reality. That's what they think. You can go talk to them; they'll tell you that. Okay. So whatever is promoting social media for Black women, that's what they're going to do.
4: And when we say young Black women, that's Black women forty down, actually. But
5: because you know, they I, I would I would say twenty five. Well, nah, then 40, they 40 down is down.
3: millennial because uh because that yeah. that starts
4: generation. My point X is is uh, older than that. My point is there are Black women on social media, i.e. the the Real Housewives that are forty. And they live this lifestyle that's not realistic. However, their peers think, oh, this is the type. And so 40 down, and I'm not dating 40-year-old women, but my point is that it's it's too it's too broad that three generations of women are looking at these women on Instagram on VH1 or wherever else and saying this is this is the life that I'm supposed to be living, and it's not even a real one. And so that's kind of the point.
0: Well, let me say yeah, this I real quick it. and then I want to read Jack Space Super Chat. I I do want to say I I did, I did think about my rebuttal to hood servative. And I guess um, I do have to accept that if black men um, holding fast to their standards, equates to them dating outside of their race. Um, I have to accept that because that is the basis for my primary point, um, my primary objective for this discussion. However, my problem is that there is, because this narrative is being pushed that black women are undeserving of love, that black women are ratchet, they're awful, they're all these things that, there are Black young boys are being raised to not even be willing to look within their race for someone who may qualify. They're like literally passing over every Black woman because they feel like Black women, they won't find a Black woman that will qualify for the standards that they're creating for themselves. And I think that that is my problem with, um, you know, the, the the narrative that's being spun.
2: Um, have have problems,
5: one, one, one more thing to add, is the reason why I really came up here. Um, my girlfriend, she has a younger brother, he's 20. He dated nothing but white girls, Spanish girls. She's very pro-black. She likes Tariq Nasheed. She, she gets on his case all the time. Now he's a handsome guy, you know what I'm saying? But I see his personality. We got we got to put the elephant in the room. Black women like a certain on a whole, right? Like a certain personality, a certain type, a certain swag. He don't got that. It's not that he's boring, like he's he's just regular. You know what I'm saying? In, in swag and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Very handsome guy. Um, but like I had a telling, and she had to admit that, yeah, he, he can't date black girls, even though she wants him to, she knows the way his personality is. Majority of black women are not gonna fit in that. I know people like say, Oh, there's nerdy black girls. Let's keep it real. Nerdy black girls like white men. Let's let's stop with the BS. They don't like black men. Oh
0: my gosh, Morpheus.
5: Dude, I am a nerd, so I know I go to these freaking stuff.
0: Listen, they like white dudes because I hear from nerdy black girls that they don't that they go. They typically go towards white men because black boys aren't interested in them. Like but I understand what you're saying. It sounds like what you're describing is my stepson. He is nerdy. He posts corny videos online of himself dancing and doing corny stuff like black girls going to be like, oh, no, he's a cornball like they not checking for him. And I I, I even understand the nerdy
2: that. ones though. Even the nerdy black women want the gangster dick. That's just the that's way. true too. Oh, why do you I, I don't,
1: don't sit over this. here and want Instagram no. models? Uh, when nerdy's only nerdy's, nerdy's even, only
5: cool know. if it's on white. That's how it is. Nerdy's right. only cool if it's on a white person. That's and how it all
2: even, even nerds want Instagram thoughts. It doesn't break down, it doesn't change the dynamics of who gets married at the end of all this banging, though. Like sooner or later, somebody's getting chose forever, and it's not the thoughts, it's not the Instagram yeah. girls. And it's not yeah, it's not of, like
5: Instagram thoughts people. are just for fucking. Every guy knows that. I dated some of these if girls, you know.
0: but some but nerdy men would love to marry an Instagram thought because that's then she's like a trophy. Yeah, come Chopping. on. Like if they
5: could. That, that's- none of those women get we, married we've
1: seen well the whole thing is nobody's getting married according right. to, to y'all and then True. the whole point but, is black women aren't getting married because black women don't want to get married not because y'all are saying um y'all don't want to get married um that so, mindset is starting to grow so, but more married more men want to be married than black women let's let's keep mo- up
5: most on. men and this is regardless of race date women that are what men consider sixes and sevens they're attractive, but not too attractive. Because men don't like a lot of women that gather a lot of attention. Because this is where you have to fight guys all the time. You date an Instagram baddie, you always got to be around her. Okay, This is regardless of race. This is just general for all men. That's how they feel. If And I talked to women that had that body safe. I dated some of them. And they always told me, how come the girls that are regular looking always get the boyfriends? I didn't understand this, but a lot of men, I'm not afraid to date girls like that. I'm confident in myself. But a lot of men are intimidated to dating women that you consider Instagram fatty, they just want to hit it just to say they hit it. It's kind of like fishing. I caught this big fish. Look at me. I'm throwing it back in the ocean. That's how they there's treat a, those girls.
2: To that too, those, those women like like think about this. You know how annoying it is to deal with a woman who's used to having men kiss her ass every moment of her fucking life. Backs. Like, she's a pain in the ass, bro. Mm.
4: It's just starting to yeah. hit. Just to say you hit it. Average maybe men. Maybe average this- men are the average by far, and we've never had a problem dating average women.
0: Y'all say that. Listen, I grew up as an average woman and I'm telling you my experience was different. Like you guys like to y- y'all y'all can talk about your experiences as black men and then you guys also like to tell black women what their experiences were and that black women do get chosen when I am sitting here as a black woman and I'm telling you I was very average growing up. I you know, just was average. I, I had uh, shapely, but average, and like black boys my age were checking for white girls. Were these not the
5: average dudes, dudes or above average guys.
0: guys? Uh, average and above average. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, Danny. But my point is that we're not monolithic, and you exactly. know that's that's my point. Because um,
1: we've had two different experiences, um, right? Yeah, I was, I um. The whole thing with me and and y'all have a point, um guys that were checking for me that I felt like were too nerdy. I didn't want them. I wanted the popular guy, so yeah, that but my it parents. it the indoctrination of that starts very early on in how we treat our children versus what we do with other children. That starts very early on, and that's from adults, adults treat certain children different it you know we we really need to have a conversation about um that indoctrination because that indoctrination starts very very early on and well, let so, me read the
0: super for chats yeah. real quick and then we gonna get off into final comments because danny trying to fix her husband um sunday dinner they still got some celebrating to do Definitely. um jack Spade says once again black women trying to dictate black men's sexual and relationship choices and options his body his choice and his trick money Okay, Jack, Uh, we hear you loud and clear. Nerdine says, the Black girls in the high school that I worked at looked past those boys that were hardworking until they started dating girls from outside the school that were different cultures. Didn't you just say that before, Nerdine? Well, we appreciate the support, he says. But then it became a problem when the boys looked outside the schools and dated girls from other cultures then their pro-blackness was tested. Um, I'm going to test that pro-blackness, but um, we appreciate the support, <laughs> dean. All right, let's go ahead and start final comments so we can get on up out of here. I found that this is an interesting conversation. I would mm-hmm. have say on here a little longer, but that's all right. I got Sunday stuff to do. So um, Gases World, starting with you, um, we going to hurry up so Danny can fix Carlin a sandwich. But what are your closing comments? Um, the floor is yours, bro.
4: gaston oh that was me my bad so (laughs) um i was like why he ain't talking Um, Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that um, Well, for I'm first sorry, and, foremost, yes,
0: and Give me just one quick second my, One moment, please My apologies Danny, did you? Oh, okay We, we skipped someone's super chat um, American Negro says I am hard on black women Because I am a son of a bee And the bee even offered $500 To see my son And I passed She chose crack um, I ain't mad at the American Negro That's what I'm talking about About those standards Like you guys like to give us shit But I love men with standards And principle. Even Ramil I don't like Ramil But I absolutely love the fact That he chose his standards And he's holding to what his principles are If I'm done with this If I'm done with this space Because I feel like I don't like the direction In which it's going A man who is principled is going to chuck the deuces And say F it Despite what he's walking away from And in in that situation, American Negro You showed that you're a very principled man And I dig it Uh, He said, oh, he was telling us we skipped his super chat And we apologize for that And lastly, Nira Jean said, you guys Put up the stream yard real quick. Um, we are actually heading out. Noreen, if you're asking for the link, we're getting up out of here. We both have a busy afternoon. I wish we could stay longer, um, but you know, pretty soon we, we got some other things in the works, so you guys will be able to see more of us. But um, Gas's world. What's good? I'm sorry, brother.
4: What's your what's your final comment? No, no, it's no problem. You've been cutting me off
0: all day. Um, I'm let so me. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm, time, I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> Look, first and foremost, this is your platform and Sister uh, George. No, platform but I still don't too. like
0: to be rude.
4: No, but I'm joking. I appreciate y'all having me here. Um, I'm gonna be having you know continuing this conversation. Obviously, we'll never finish this conversation, but I'll be continuing this conversation over on my channel. Um after you are in your stream. So I'll be leaving the link to that uh, in the chat. Sure. Um But uh how long are black men expected to keep gambling on women that as our peers don't even respect us? Um When we make it, when we can make a sound investment in a woman who respect us, in some cases even revere us, right? We learned a new word today, revere us as the man that we are. <laughs> um And so that's kind of the point is that, you know, how to raise your sons to love black men, um, how to raise your sons to seek people who actually appreciate them and will be there to love them, um, I think is the real question. And, you know, like I said, we'll be continuing that conversation uh, over on my channel. So I thank you all for having me. And um, I'm always going to support you all. I've already subscribed to the the new channel. Right. And, um, you know, I can't wait to hear the conversations that happen over there. Uh, thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much, Gaston's yeah, World, um, we appreciate really you. always appreciate you coming through and supporting us. Um, thank you so much for your continued support. Really appreciate that. And you
0: guys go over to his channel. He's continuing the conversation. I might pop in to listen for a little bit while I'm cleaning and doing my Sunday thing. Uh, thank you, Gaston's World.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, let me read these super chats. Um, shout out to aunt T. He says pieces to George C. Rose, the panel and the chat great stream today um thank you guys so much um we try to put on a good show so we really appreciate the support thank you um shout out to b he says logging off good show as usual hopefully y'all work through this rough patch (laughs) (laughs) y'all B, like
0: i i'm trying to think i don't know if i've ever seen anyone messier what the hell um we appreciate your support be messy (laughs) as hell Uh, you hear me
1: Dang. <laughs> thank you, B. Absolutely. Um, community solutions, what are your final thoughts?
3: Yes, once again, thank you for having me on. Great topic. Um I'm pro-family. Um yes. I hope it wish and hope that you know um we can foster self-love in our boys and our men um i'm one that does not well i came from an era where we didn't put each other down and all of this gender war stuff so i kind of stick to that and um uh for the men i'm not dictating who you love you love who you love but just make sure when you go to the other side it, your reason is not flawed because i'm i see plenty of sisters going out so i can't in all fairness uh do that but i just you know do it with love for yourself and your people, because we do have a great history and a great legacy in this country, even though, you know, we, we, you know, we kind of fell off <laughs> in the seventies and eighties, but, um, I appreciate you guys, sister George, I, I got introduced to you through Erica Williams. That's my girl. Oh,
1: wow. Great. Uh
3: huh. And I'm trying to build up my platform and we kind of raggedy over there right now. So I don't, <laughs> Baby, <laughs> but I we do. All saw him somewhere. But I do have similar conversations like yours. And actually, I want to do a nerd, uh, science nerd uh, channel too, as well. uh, Because there are some young black men that I want to, that are interested in that and that I want to get into that. So, Um, um, Community
1: Solutions is interesting mm -hmm. that you say that. Um, Please email me or email us um, for this show, for for this, uh, yeah, for this channel. I want to do a gamer girl um, tech stream for women um, somewhere in the near future. So please email us. We are at the breakdown 2020 at gmail.com. Okay. So it's sure. 2020 at gmail.com.
3: Okay, sure. And I like, I like these types of conversations. I do have them on my, on my show. So I'll be inviting you once I get a good agenda, set up an outline where we can, you know, chop it up. So, um, I'm really, really happy to meet you guys and and all the men that were on the panel and hear the different um, perspectives. Uh, Everything's valuable. So um, you guys have a wonderful day and um, enjoy your families. I'm going to go in here and uh, clean up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and stuff. So um, Cook.
0: Thank you, Community Solutions. We definitely appreciated Mm. your fresh perspective that you brought. And yeah, definitely come back and check us out because I enjoy hearing from you.
3: Okay. great. Have a wonderful day.
0: You
1: too. Okay, look at this. Shout out to Jack Spade. Here we go. This is the part of Sis George's and C Rose's movie where they go their separate ways oh. and live their best life. We all know how the script goes after that.
0: They, Y'all want all need them to go. Us. Baby, like, they They're no they like, day. but you know what? I bet they taking bets. Like how how long it's gonna Facts. be before. We- <laughs> oh i won't end on that because um like right. I, we know better than any of y'all but um that's what y'all predicted i see y'all okay messy
1: Ciao. Uh Morpheus, what are your final thoughts
5: well i want to thank you guys for letting me on I, you know, I came in and crashed in a little bit I apologize but i'm just real passionate about this um like i just want to go back to what I said like I, I personally believe that we need to have a the real problem is black female culture. There are black fem- females that are, are feminine. I know that, and I'm raising one, okay? My little daughter, I try to make her as feminine as possible because I understand uh-huh. that's what she's going to need. You understand? And you know, even though she's only 10 yellow white boys liking her, femininity is what you need. That is your superpower as a woman. And I feel like black women don't hold that on regard on large scale. On a large scale, it seems like, at least from the outside view as a man, it seems like uh being feminine is seen as bad which that's what you're supposed to be it's, it's like me as a man saying don't be masculine i'm not going to get any girls not being masculine and that's the same thing for you as a female if you're not leading with your femininity you're going to get this type of treatment the reason why you see these guys going to white girls all they lead with their femininity in, in their female culture spanish white it is not seen as a bad thing to lead with your femininity yes they have a uh, uh, feminists there but if you pay attention they shut those feminist girls down, okay? Just like the Me Too movement, those feminine women that are white, shut that shit down because they understand that it's gonna fuck up their, their situation, their the cushy living that they have. And I feel like once black women as a whole realize being a feminine woman is not bad, it's not a dirty word, they'll, they'll get everything they want because black women have the best bodies or the sexiest bar none. If you pay attention, they never put a sexy black woman next to a white woman or a Spanish woman because she always blow them out. But if you're not leading with your femininity, you know, if femininity is very important to a man, just like masculinity is important to you guys as a woman, I know some of you guys would go down in looks if a guy is very masculine. It's the same thing for a man.
0: Mm. Um solid points Morpheus I, I enjoyed your commentary and I am not at all bothered by the fact that you were passionate and attempted to jump right on in there because I share that same type of passion and sometimes I'm like chomping at the bits in order to get in when something is said so and oftentimes it's because I'm old and I don't want to forget my, my thought process but um, we appreciated your contribution to the conversation you have some very solid points I agree with you and yeah um, it's dope to hear you talk about the fact that you know you're raising a little princess, who you're also ensuring that she has the tools that she needs, and you're encouraging you know her to be um, feminine and to operate in her femininity, and you know I think that that's dope. So we appreciate you and thank you, brother.
5: My pleasure. Uh, just one last thing. I know you said yeah. You I think it was you that has a son. Um, uh, when Danny
0: he, has a son. Danny,
5: Danny, I'm sorry. Danny has a son. Just one thing, because I'm also was raised by a single mother. One. One thing i noticed with single mothers you guys tell everything what a guy's supposed to do and that's great but always make sure to tell him if she's not submitting to leave because if if you if he doesn't look for submission as a prerequisite of doing everything he needs to do as a man he'll get used and be a simp
1: um morpheus uh you do know i'm married right
5: yeah i understand that but i'm just saying to your your son i'm just saying
1: yeah um see you know how it's like guys jobs to keep their daughters off the pole it's mm-hmm. my job to keep my daughter from not my son from not be from from being a simp. Um, honey, we own it already.
5: All right, that's yeah, all that's good. Owned. That's he great, and... then. Yeah, that's great, but it's also for people anyway. that may be listening too. So,
1: yeah, all
5: right, uh, you guys have a good day, though.
1: You, you too. too, thank you so much. No problem. All right, let's go, hood,
0: servitive. Mm.
2: Oh, damn, show is over. I still want to fight.
0: listen you ain't come too hard today but you know what even though you come talking your mess I uh, oftentimes when you come up and you give your commentary um it's eye-opening for me and that's why I try to be objective like there are certain things that I take a very hard stance on but more often than not if you say something that makes me look at something a different way I can admit that and you do that quite often so I do appreciate your commentary
2: Oh, I thank you, and I, I know, listen, I accept the fact that you call me an asshole. I am an asshole, but I'm usually <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll walk in my asshole. For her mercy. But um, here's the thing though, here's the thing. You're—you're. You're, I think the conversation is kind of coming from a place of almost like black female grievance. And you, got, you have to just let it go. You, and this is why when you rebutted with how, you know, you're gonna feel how you feel about a certain thing and that, okay, fine, feel that way, but the reality, is what it is and, and maybe it must be this way if things are to proceed because you, you left out a question and I, I really almost take offense to the, the fact that this question doesn't even get brought up until somebody like me, the asshole, comes to bring it up. How does it benefit your black son to raise your black son to love black women? Just to answer that question on your own time. I know we're ending the show and we can't fight anymore, but seriously, we have to ask the question, all the way out like all right you want to raise your black son to love black women fine what's he supposed to get out to do and so i'll, I'll leave you girls alone mm. have a good show have a good day and uh thanks for having me up
0: thank you we appreciate you seriously um thank you thank you thank you you are actually one of my favorite people to hear from because you're so logical and i can admit that you know I'm, I'm i'm an emotional creature um i absolutely like hearing that logical point of view um because like i said for me it is about balance and it brings balance to the conversation and it gives me new insights so thank you appreciate you and that was a perfect question that you asked um, danny i don't know if you want to ponder it or if you want to answer it in our closing what 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 um men get out of so if we're raising Black sons to, if we're raising sons to love Black women, how do they benefit? How do Black men benefit? Um, you still muted. So I'm going to answer. I'll go ahead oh, and answer. First. Okay.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. There I am. No,
0: go ahead. I, I didn't know that you, were. I thought you were step,
1: you had stepped away. Go ahead, Danny. I did. Um, no, this was a really, really good show. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, these conversations are pivotal. Um, for us fostering good relationships with each other, but also, um, trying to raise a better society and, um, correcting the stakes, correcting mistakes that, um, the generation before us, um, created. So I I do think that these conversations are very pivotal, um, into healing, um, the black community and getting us back on track because we've lost our way somewhere down the line and you know you don't want to be the generation that didn't try to correct the fucking problems and there's so many and so um getting a hold of our children um especially our girls especially our boys getting a hold of our children and getting them in line you know um we really have to do have to do we have a lot of work to do and um this is you know we have to we have to have these hard conversations so um this is really dope. Shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to everybody that has supported me, supported Concrete. Shout out to all y'all. Y'all y'all are dope. Um shout out Absolutely. to our panel guests. Shout out to everybody who super chatted us. Really 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 appreciate the support.
0: And I just want to say, um, I agree. This was a dope conversation. I really enjoyed this. Like, it, it, I was almost like not wanting it to end because it was so good, but I know I have stuff to do. But um, I do want to say that, um, you know, black men, and, and like I said, this conversation wasn't just for black men; it was for black women too. Black women are more apt to ra- raise the question about black sons growing to love black women, and for us, oftentimes it's important. And the way that we can um, encourage that is to lead by example, to be a good example of you know what that love between a black woman and a black man looks like, um, to be a good example of what how how Powerful and beautiful love from a black woman feels. Um, and, you know, also encouraging our sons to love themselves and uh, encouraging our sons to um, lead and to carry themselves like the young kings that we know that they are. Um, for me, I'm a conscious black woman. So I'm always promoting black love, but I'm not promoting black love for the sake of promoting black love. I want to see healthy black love. And um, I'm certainly not one on my feelings towards, you know, black. Uh, people dating within their race because i feel the same way as it relates to black women um, and young black girls uh, i ha- i'm a mother of two daughters and my i have a very strong stance on my kids dating marrying and partnering with someone who looks like them and um, i think that it is just as important but um, nonetheless like i said this was just a really dope discussion um, again i am happy for danny and all of her success you guys make sure that you Go over and sub. Um, there will be more to come from both of us on both of our individual platforms, as well as, um, you know, collective um, things that we are doing going forward with other parties. And then, you know, our channel is here to stay. So we appreciate the support from all of y'all. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Um, no, I was writing
1: down that question. Um my answer to that question would be is to further um the black race along um oftentimes we are all we want to focus on loving other people as opposed to loving ourselves um i'm not telling you to go out and love somebody who doesn't love you i'm not telling you to go out and love somebody who doesn't respect you i'm telling you to go seek your best option I'm not mad at you for going out and getting doing what's best for you. Um but if there is a woman that is worth her salt and she is black, then to me the benefit is um furthering along your race and um being strong as a community. Um to me, if she's a good black woman worth something, then yes. Um because a good woman is more valuable than um diamonds gold whatever a a good woman is valuable if she's a good woman so um loving her if she's a good woman she's going to serve you all the days of her life and then probably in the afterlife too so
0: I think so too. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think also, if you think like preserving your race, of course. I think that, you know, um, also there are so many things. The deck is stacked against Black couples, Black relationships being successful. I think that in order uh, to see a Black couple that um, is working to be together, a Black man who's working to love a Black woman and and, and engage in relationship and mate with a Black woman despite everything that is uh, all the forces that are against them, that that signifies strength. I think that, you know, look at the example that you are showing your children. I think that also the benefits are having your children raised by a Black woman who understands their culture, who is, uh, can relate to their experiences. Also, you are partnering with someone who can relate to your experiences so you don't have to question their motives when there are things that impact your community and your people. Um, in addition, uh, it, the, the relatability. I think just uh, about like simple things. This is something very small and minute, but um, simple things that uh, about my upbringing and things in, that, that relate to how I was raised and literally having discussions with my fiance, who is a bit older than me and also raised on a completely different coast. And it's like we were raised in the same home and those types of, I mean, from the music that we listen to, to just our um, personal experiences growing up and sayings that our parents said and things that we ate. And like, all of that is part of um, the experience, a part of um, our, our um, lifelong experiences that we have with one another. And it's something that's celebratory. I get excited like, oh wow, y'all did that too. And just like, it's, it's, it sparks, um, you know, new conversation and also, you know, me uh, learning more about him and us being able to relate to one another on a different level. So I do think that there are benefits if you um, have a degree of consciousness about you and and you find value in blackness. Yep. Yep.
1: Well, everybody have a great, great start to your week and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. Um, Y'all have a good one. We're out. Peace.